it's the Modifivers. Don't forget to follow at Pod on social media and check out our Patreon. Stick around through the end of the episode for more information. Enjoy! Insorcelled. A low-key, hate-free, HP, D&D podcast. There is no room for hate here. Only education and helping one another. Hogwarts will always be here to welcome you home. Okay, friends! Yay! Okay, it's the end of the year, and we're doing one more Dungeons and Dragons Club um, before the end of year feast. I'm so happy to see you all here. Hi! I'm so glad we had time. So happy to be here. Excited for our last session before the school year ends. Yes. Imogen, I hope it's a good one. I'm really hoping it will be. I think I've got some good fun fun stuff planned, so I think we're going to have fun. Uh, and so with us today, we have, of course, Celeste Carver-Chapman. Celeste Carver-Chapman, lovely to be met, even though I know everyone here. Um, and I will be playing Mystical Missy Maverick. <laughs> and we have Randy I'm Tierney. We're, you're introducing me again. Well, I don't know why we have to do this every single time, but... Okay. Don't worry um, about it. Well, you know, you guys know that I play Ren, but with a couple extra N's and H's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. And of course we have our super special guest is Myra. Um, hi. Uh, like Ren said, I don't really know why we're introducing ourselves. Like, we're all friends, but I'm... Super excited to be here. Uh, uh, I'm Myra Eden, and I'm I'm playing. I don't know if I'm supposed to say who I'm playing. Oh, you don't need to uh, explain that yet. Don't worry. I'll give you a cue when it's time oh, to explain. Great. Your I'm character. super excited to play pretend with you guys. Keeping more secrets, huh, Myra? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're going to be great. Also, our faculty advisor for today is actually Professor Eden. I thought she would be joining us today, but apparently she has some she had some stuff to do. So she'll be in and out, uh, possibly. But we've got Myra, and we have limited adult supervision, so it's gonna be great. I mean, most of us are 15, um, ish. So, like, we're, we're pretty much adults. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and what do you mean, no adult supervision? I have said many times, I'm an adult. That's true, you are an adult, yeah. But I, I, I believe it because you've told me that, yeah. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. Uh, shall we jump right down into it? Let's go! Eh? Let's do it, Myra. You're going to be wonderful. All right, friends. I will start with a quick recap just to get us situated and welcome in our new player. So, um, after being recruited by the Blues, whom you may recall are a multinational sort of underground organization that meddles in politics and stuff, you were sent to Beauvoir to meet your contact. Norman provided considerable funds on behalf of the Blues to ensure you are properly equipped to continue your mission. You shopped around and made some friends, including Kellig, who owns Beauvoir Bewitched and enjoys poetry, and also a very mysterious bookkeep who might have some information or connections or something? You're not really sure, but you sure are intrigued. After stumbling upon Joe Sleepyboy and his return faction recruitment speech, you ended up saving him and the crowd of onlookers from an assassin. You defeated the assassin and she was taken in by the Beauvoir City Watch because you were so interested in talking to Sleepyboy that you didn't really think to interrogate her. Anyway, you left Joe Sleepyboy under the care of Norman who insisted on looking after the poor boy. 
once more you were contacted via sending spell and given the coordinates of your next mission. You were to make your way to the Kingdom of Eep for your debriefing. On the journey to Eep, Ren had a chance to dive into that book that you got from the bookkeep. Upon rolling a dirty 20 for investigation or research, you learned the following. <coughs> While really delving into A Star is Born, oh wait, no, the opposite, you stumbled upon a very interesting tidbit of information. This book focuses on instances of stars going dark and the impact that it had on the world. A rather significant star did indeed happen to go dark on the day you were born, Ren. And that was the very day that Kassel fell. As Kassel's regime is somewhat closed off and protective of the details of its revolution, you don't get a full picture of what happened. However, the book includes a few candid remarks from interviews that the author supposedly conducted with survivors of the event. The attack happened before dawn. One farmer and avid stargazer even noted that the star in question seemed to be darker than usual when she got up for her pre-dawn chores. It must have faded throughout the night, and then it completely blacked out when she heard the commotion coming from the capital and the sudden implosion. That is all it says specifically about Kazel. But there is more theory about what stars are and how they are connected to other worlds, other planes of reality. There are accounts of certain people being connected to certain stars or planes. In fact, the Library of the Seven Stars was founded by people with connections to the seven known planes, being the Prime Material, the Feywild, Shadowfell, the Nine Hells, the Astral Plane, Celestial Plane, and Ethereal Plane. People like these may only discover their connection when they feel the call of something that is amiss. Some utter upheaval happening in their corresponding plane or star. It's difficult to describe the feeling, but the book includes several interviews of people struggling to do just that. Little is known about these other planes, only that they supposedly exist and some people have connections to them. Without much solid proof or information to go on, further study of the planes is often considered foolish and even heretical in some cultures. <sighs> so that was the info dump that um, Ren gave you all haphazardly um, last session um, after debriefing you all on, on their studies. So upon making it to the rendezvous point, you were met by none other than Mutiny, the lavender-skinned, blue-haired tiefling artificer and close friend of Norman. After fangirling and fanboying out for several minutes, she informed you that she had just gotten word from Beauvoir that the assassin you apprehended had escaped. It's disappointing and troubling, certainly, but that's not what the meeting was about. That was just a little bonus information, a little bonus plot point, new side quest. There is a party that you need to attend. The Lord Steward and de facto ruler of Eep is throwing a party that promises to be the event of the season. All the major political powers will be there, and rumour has it there will be several members of the Return Faction in attendance. You need to stop the Return Faction from recruiting Lord Steward Rainfer Dunn and his formidable army to their cause. The Blues have managed to wrangle you some invitations to the party. Mutiny helped you come up with fake identities and disguises. So tell me, what are the names on your invites? Celeste, if, if you want a second, I can um, I, I can go first because I, I, I have a 
a name and, and stuff. Perfect. I think I just came up with something, but you go first. I want to confirm in my head that it sounds good. Okay. Um, so, I'm uh, just wondering, uh, are we going to be wearing our usual uh, outfits, um, ar- armor and all that, or will we be provided with, like, other clothes or stuff like that? Um, y- uh, you will likely have um, a fancy party-going gear. Depending on what your armor is, you can probably um, wear that as well. What what kind of armor do you have? Um, I have a chain mail. Okay, chain. I, c- I would say you can probably you can probably make that work with uh, under your fancy fancy silks and whatnot. I spruce it up. Yeah, and all spruce that. it up. Um, so I think actually instead of um instead of it being like silk or anything like that, I think that uh Ren would probably go for more of a um like winter furs kind of thing. So like having having like a like a a, a nice white fur on top to kinda like counteract the silver and like some dark pants under it. Um, and like some good boots, you know, boots that make him um he doesn't need the height because mm-hmm. he's already, he's like, already quite super tall. tall. The tallest yeah, su- su- the tallest now mm-hmm. in the group. In the group, yeah. Um also in general, um, but also has boots that make him like an inch or two taller. Yeah. And I think what he does is he takes his little um, poetry book and um, he just kind of anagrams his name-ish. Um, and so he ends up going by um, <clears throat> H-E-N-R-E, Henry. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, that works. I think that's super normal and fine. I think that's perfect. Yeah, Henry. Cool. Alright, so any uh, any last names, any titles that you want to add to that to make it oh, to make it fancy? Yeah. Um uh Duke mm-hmm. of Gloucester <laughs> <laughs> you, You've been you've been reading those Shakespeare's, huh? What? Nothing. No, I just came up with that off oh, the top of my head. Gloucester. But it's spelled different. It's like G H L O W S T R E. Actually, it's G H L O W S T A R. Oh, Gloucester. 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 Yes. Because it, uh, it's star. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I see it. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah, so uh, and got... uh, his. No, that's it. That's okay. it. Okay. Uh, that, that's the whole title. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Henry, Duke of Gloucester. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And, uh, and Celeste, uh, what is Missy's uh, disguise and identity? So, I think Missy's gonna go with something a little more mysterious. I think she's gonna go for something a little more mysterious, and I think she's going to be announced as just Nightingale. A wonderful songbird. Uh, I'm sure it, I don't know if this is a masquerade ball, or if it's just a regular ball. Just a regular Um, ball. She is definitely wearing some sort of, like, decorative mask still as well, as part of her outfit. Um, and I believe she would have her viola, uh, clamored in some way, or she would have brought a different viola than her own, just so it's not recognizable if there was somebody here who might recognize her. Alright, yeah. So, uh, we've got Henry, Duke of Gloucester, and we've got a Nightingale. Uh, the mysterious guest 
who has wrangled an invite to this fancy social event. Yeah, uh, Mutiny probably helped like spread rumours like, oh, this. Uh, I hear she's like this uh, duchess from a neighbouring kingdom, and it's like, no, I hear she's like a, a fancy uh, uh, m merchant who's just been wowing the local um, a kingdom courts and is being courted by all these fancy people, you know, just trying to, you know, just to cover up the fact, just to make it make sense that someone is coming into this party with a very mysterious name, just to try to justify the mystique. Perfect. I love that. I love that a lot. Alright. So it's, we've got Henry and we've got Nightingale. So that brings us to where we are now, at the Castle of Ypres. You are led up the front steps of a beautiful castle. The stone is old, as it was once a major fortress, but clearly there have been some renovations in the past century or so, uh, particularly in the north wing, uh, where most of the most of the party is going to take place. That's where the ballroom is. Um, though parts of the structure are cold and imposing stone, the additions make it more like an, a luxurious palace. Uh, once you step inside the main ballroom, you really get a glimpse of just how fancy this place is. The whole floor is panelled with the most expensive mahogany wood. The walls are a pale cream colour and sculpted and carved in intricate patterns that must take ages to dust. There are three enormous chandeliers lighting up the ballroom, each dripping in diamonds on pale pink and yellow crystal to give off a slight sunset tone. At the far end of the room, on a raised dais, is a throne. Or rather, a very, very fancy chair. It's not technically a throne, because its occupant is not a king. Technically, the Lord Stuart, who is basically the king, is there. Um, Eep doesn't acknowledge a king. It's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Anyway, on the raised dais, uh, there's a fancy ornamented chair and several fancy ornamented people. You immediately recognize the Lord Steward, Renfer Dunn. He's an average-looking human in his 50s. His balding head is covered by a fancy velvet-jeweled cap. His most striking feature is his deep green eyes, which are visible even from across the room. And now I'd like for anyone to roll to see who else you might recognize. Um, what are we rolling? Would it be investigation? Um, yes, an investigation or perception, um depending on if you're looking for anyone any anyone in particular, any political figures uh, you might be interested in, in seeing here, or if you're just looking around in general at the at the guests and seeing what's up. Um, I rolled a dirty 20 okay. on my investigation. All right, so for your investigation with a dirty 20, you focus on the, on the dais next to uh, the Lord Steward, and you recognize a very fancy lady uh, in her uh, 40s or so. Uh, she's wearing a deep blue gown. She has long black hair uh, worn loose except for a jewel pin at the back. Um, and this is the Lady Paya Dunn, the wife of uh, Lord Steward Rainford Dunn. Uh, she is beautiful and she gives off an air of elegance and power. Ren, you may also recognize somebody that uh, Mutiny may have briefed you on. 
Chancelloress Kane of Linfort City. She is a very tall woman with deep tan skin and deep auburn hair, which kind of matches her dark red dress that is just very bold and dark and beautiful. She is uh, the senior administrative official and advisor to the Council of Linfort City. So she's a very, a very important political figure in the powerful city-state of Linfort, and uh, she holds much sway. Wow. Okay. Cool. I think that might have been the highest investigation I've gotten in a while. <laughs> very good. Very well done. Just letting it be known, uh, Missy fully hightails it for the drink counter because she rolled a two, um, so she gets distracted. All right. Yeah, uh, Missy definitely didn't notice. Um, any of these big names up on the dais. So I'm just gonna say, uh, but Ren, with your investigation, you uh, you recognize someone who's milling about. That you recognize they're um, like a maybe early thirties, but already balding. They're in old but fancy clothing that was likely nice at one point, and. You kind of, you, you think, oh, I've definitely seen this person before. And you recognize this is, this is someone from the Return Faction that you've run into a couple of times. This is uh, Baron Galdry, formerly of Kazel. You've definitely run into him while you, he was out recruiting in a similar manner as Joe Sleepy Boy. And he was also in the room with Falcon Brightwing and other Return Faction members when you infiltrated their headquarters in the Rancidinian Wood. So he was there as well. He keeps popping up. He keeps popping up? He keeps um, popping up. He wouldn't recognize our faces, necessarily. Um... But he might recognize Missy? Well, it's hard to say. I haven't rolled yet to see if he's noticed you. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Missy's face is covered. Yeah, Missy's face is covered. Um, and Baron Galdry rolled a two. So he's quite oblivious. He's very focused on his own mission of being here. He's quite wound up in that. Good. Yes. <laughs> Let me roll a couple more things. Alright, you see, uh, Ren, you do see a very intriguing trio uh, of people, not quite near the dais, um, but on the left side of the room. You, you don't recognize all of them, but one of them is just sticking out in your head. Um, but you don't really get a good glimpse of them. Okay. Um, and I think I, I clock that and I, I nudge Missy to like give her the give her a little tidbit of information. Uh, other than that, you just um, th that's all that you recognize um, that you've been really briefed on or that you have personal knowledge of. But there's just a few clusters of people. There's you know there's the Lord and Lady uh, Lord Lord Steward and the Lady Pyadon and Chancellor's Kane are on the dais. We've got our interesting mis mysterious trio on the left side of the rim. Uh, near them is a few clusters of people milling about. Depending on what direction you go, you might overhear a variety of conversations that I've prepared. Some of them are interesting, some of them are irrelevant. But, yeah, uh, anything else you'd like to do before deciding what to do? <laughs> uh, so, does, does Ren tell Missy everything? about like what she noticed what he notices what he sees yeah I, I i think he he does but it's in the usual uh Bryn kind of way um so it may not be like 
super detailed, but just like pointing out that trio looks kind of, um, I, I don't know, kind of weird. Um, yeah, just like noticing um, all, the, all the people that he noticed uh, here and there. And also the Baron, just so she knows exactly where he is at all times, just in case. Okay, so I def definitely want to avoid that one person, um, because they seem to always be around the people who know that I'm actually royal. So I think that I want to go and infiltrate these mysterious trio. I just want to see what they have to say. Great. Um, as you're making your way across the middle of the ballroom, the, the crier at the front entrance that you just went through yells out, <coughs> Princess Dove Brightwing of Gvaltir! And someone enters the ballroom. Myra, would you like to introduce your character? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> so, Dove is um, a very pretty, beautiful, celestial, gorgeous... Oh, gosh, how do you say that? Um, Asimar? Is that how you say it? Okay, great. Um, yeah, which Asimar. Is kind of like an angel. She has, she has big, beautiful wings. She's kind of silvery, um, very pale, with long white hair and pretty, like, gray-silver eyes. And it, she is wearing a white gown um, with long, uh, flowing bell sleeves, and it's, like, cinched at the waist, a little sweetheart, like, v-neck kind of, like, neckline, and, like, a long flowing skirt with, like, a light blue trim around the neck and the bottom and the waist and the end of the sleeves, and it's, like, it fits very nicely, like, it's tailored to her very well, but at the same time, you can still see her wings, her, like, wings are popped out, they're, like, silver feathers, they're glittery and shiny, and she has, like, a little glow around her, she's really pretty. And she's she's not she's like average height. She's not tall, but she's not short. Um, and she looks really regal and really nice. And she's gorgeous and she's very pretty. I would just like it to be known that Missy says, "Damn." Aw, thanks. All right, um, Myra, would you roll to see if you can if you hear the mysterious stranger saying, "Damn." <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do I add anything to it? Uh, perception. Uh, that would be a 12. Alright, uh, Missy, you were, you were subtle enough in your dam that, and luckily you were already across the ballroom, so Dove did not hear that, but okay. you are certainly aware of Dove. Uh, you know what, they deserve the compliment, I hope they still heard it. Uh, Missy, uh, just for funsies, could you give me a, uh, a history check? Yes, absolutely. Alright, that is going to be a 19. Alright, yes, you are familiar with this beautiful Asimar. This is the sister of your former betrothed, Falcon Brightwing. I take back all dams. <laughs> I remove the dams, I take them back, I steal them from the air. They So they named their kids Dove? And Falcon, Falcon, and they already had Falcon. bright. Sorry, Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> Forgive me. It's, never mind. It's spelled different. Oh, is Dove spelled the same? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll have you know, I chose the name Dove, so it's a it. lovely name. It's a lovely name, and you make good choices, Myra. 
Thank you. Oh, I love it. I yeah. love it. Uh, there's going to be some tension between our characters, but I love all your choices. <laughs> Tension's fun. Yeah, isn't it? All right. Okay, this is fun. Yeah, this is the sister of your former betrothed. You may have interacted with her in the past, back when you were the princess of Teala. It's up to you whether you really spent any real time with her. What What was my initial, like, how did I feel about her when I met her? Um, damn? Well, yes, of course, of course. She's gorgeous, but did, you know, was she... You know, her, her brother is so intolerable. Was she more fun to be around? Was she kind? Was she easy to talk to? That's uh, that's up to you, Myra. How do you think your interactions with um, with uh, Miss Daphne Delphine, uh, the princess of Teala, happened to go back in the day? Well, I think Dove is very different from her brother. She's very charming and sweet and pretty. Um, and glittery, and I think uh, I think they would have got along nicely based on what what you said about Missy. Okay, you know, I, I like this. I like I like having somebody there that I enjoyed the presence and whatnot. Okay, so I w- I would say we probably had some lovely talks. Maybe had tea every now and then. You know, light flirting. All the fun stuff. Right, so yes, this beautiful, glittering, silvery, beautiful Asimar angel uh, princess waltzes into the ballroom, and uh, uh, Missy is aware, and Ren is also there. What, what are you going to do? So, Missy for sure wants to still listen in on this mysterious trio first, um, but definitely wants to keep an eye on... Um, I'm sorry, Myra, what was your name again? Dove. 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 Um, so, uh, they, she definitely wants to keep an eye on Dove, but she does want to listen in on this trio. Alright. I think I'm gonna go see if I can get any information from listening to the, uh, the Duns talk. Alright. So, um, let's see, the trio is closer, so we'll start with Celeste uh, listening in on the trio, and then we'll do Ren listening in on the Lord and Lady Dawn. Celeste, uh, Missy, are you, uh, are you sneaking, are you being nonchalant, or are you just going right on in and approaching them? Um, I will sneak first, but I want to do the whole, the sort of thing, like, it looks like I'm listening to a conversation next to them. But I'm actually eavesdropping on them. All right. Yes. Uh, roll. Let's see. What should that be? Let's. Let, uh, it can be stealth. It could also be. I don't know. If you want it to be something else, justify why. I would love it if it was deception, but I don't think I can justify a deception roll, so I'm going to do stealth. I have a very good stealth stat. I think stealth makes sense. All right. And plus eleven. That's going to be a twenty-three. All right. Let's see. They, they are unaware of your presence uh, in their very near proximity, but at least one of them seems to know that something's up. But you don't really know that, so it's fine. Okay, so Celeste, Missy, uh, or should I say Nightingale, you uh, sneakily and very nonchalantly saunter your way toward this mysterious trio that seems to be keeping to themselves in a corner. You see, one of them is 
a kind of a shorter, messy dark hair and amber eyes, um, wearing sort of silken robes, uh, loose fitting, uh, like maybe just flowing, flowing all over the place. Uh, the other is in uh, dark, uh, tight uh, leathers uh, with like little red accents. Um, they've got uh, deep red hair all spiked out. And then there's someone very intriguing. You happen to recognize, of all people, in all places, this is the very attractive bookkeep from Beauvoir. Standing there in all their glory, their beautiful silvery skin, their swoop of hair, their, uh, their waistcoat with nothing under it, their tight pants, their heeled boots, absolutely impeccable. And their raised eyebrow. The eyebrow does it. The eyebrow, the eyebrow does, does it. it. The eyebrow sets Missy off just ever so slightly, and then she she collects herself. Yes. Well, Missy rolled well for stealth, so she does manage to keep herself under wraps as she realizes this is the very attractive bookkeep. And here's what she overhears. The, the bookkeep starts by saying, Have you noticed? And then the, the dark-haired... A uh, person with the flowing robe says, What? Who? Oh, my spells, did, did you see them? Are we going to meet them? And then the the person in the, with the spiky hair and the dark leathers is like, Shut up, Zucky, you spaz. What? I'm just excited, okay? We're, we're going to meet the blues. <laughs> we don't know that. Well, I, I have hope. We're going to meet the pretty violin girl and her friends, and they're all going to introduce us to the blues, and then we're going to be doing good work, and it's all going to be all around the world, and it'll be just like that, and it'll be amazing. You're so annoying. Yeah, but you love me. <sighs> so none of you noticed? Oh, right, yeah. I mean, no, what did we not notice? It doesn't matter anymore. I think some of them might be coming this way. Remember your cover. What cover? You just winked at the security guard and he fucking let us in. They mean, don't make a scene, Vanny. I know what they fucking mean, Zekka! And we do have a cover, remember? I wrote up our fake identities and backstories and I passed them out before we left today. Did, did you not? Is that what that was? He didn't read it. Don't fucking cry about it, you know I can't read in the mornings. Did, did you read yours? I read it, but I don't find it necessary. Oh... But I appreciate your effort. Oh, it was nothing really. I kind of just couldn't sleep, and then I started jotting down some ideas, and suddenly I was out of parchment. Fucking typical. Oh, that reminds me. I need to get more parchment. God damn it, Zaka! Alright, so yeah, um, Celeste, that is uh, the conversation that Missy overhears. Um, still hasn't caught um, a name from uh, the very attractive bookkeep, uh, but you do uh, glean that the person in the robes is named Zekka, and uh, the person in the leathers, uh, Zekka called them called him Vanny. But that is that's what you know, and they seem to be aware of definitely of the blues. They did refer to you as the violin girl. Oh, okay, that was about me. Good to yes, know. Yes, that was about you. Can I just take this moment to <clears throat> uh, just let everybody know that I um I also have called a, an animal an animal companion to my side, and it is a unicorn. 
That is. I'm yeah. sorry. What? Wait, a unicorn? Images. Since when alarmous. do we get unicorns? Uh, yeah, no, I, I would just like to uh, ask Ma- uh, Myra, is your unicorn companion with you in the ballroom, or are they uh, in the stables? Uh, they're next to me in the ballroom, but I'm just doing it for show right now. Okay. I would say, uh, being the fancy, uh, fancy princess that you are, they just let that happen. Yep. I can do whatever I want, because I'm pretty and shiny and royal. Yeah, you're a, you're, you're, you're a princess. Now that does check out. That does check out. What did you name your unicorn then? Oh, you're like this. I named my unicorn Felicity, of course. Oh, I knew it. Okay, Felicity making a cameo. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, okay, this is all okay now if it's Felicity. Um, I also would like it to be known they are not outward. They are hiding in my sh- in my. So I imagine Missy in actually like a. Uh, almost tuxedo kind of outfit, like all white tuxedo. Beautiful. Um, With a red, black, like, designed masquerade mask uh, that's, like, stoned. Um, But in my pocket is a little Dora, who also has a vine tuxedo on. Okay, that is adorable. That's so cute! so precious. (laughs) I love it. Also, that tuxedo sounds so cool. Will you draw it for me sometime? Because I think that would be... That would get me to stop wearing white button-up shirts and black slacks if oh. I had a fancy oh. tuxedo thing. Ren, I have the best suit tailor. I absolutely have to take you to Marco sometime. Oh, Marco oh. would be perfect for her. Right? Absolutely. Is it... Forgive me for asking, but... How expensive is it? Oh, because my treat. Shopping spree. No, so much no, fun. We should all go to shopping spree. Oh, that'd be oh, so much fun. Oh. Okay, but it's just when it's a, a spree, that's just the one the one shop, right? It's it's only one. Oh, or so we go to you're, you're so innocent. More than one shop. We'll have fun. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah, if you guys are having fun, that's totally. I won't feel weird at all following. <laughs> but I'll carry the bags. That'll make me feel useful. Oh no no no! That's yeah. what the boys no? are for. Goodness. Yes, of course. That's why we're inviting what Teddy if the boy- and Ross. The boys and- can shop too, though. Of course. Of course. Of course. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll carry everyone's bags. I can do it. I can carry I'll bags in my overall pocket. I've got space oh, in there. That's, that's nice. a good well, idea. No, well, I'm actually, thinking. I mean, especially if we do it over the summer, um, I will need to keep up with my training pretty intensively. So, like, I, I don't mean to push the issue, but I would really like to carry all the bags. Yeah. That's why That just it. means we have to get Fair. some nice, heavy shoes. Mm. I think oh, we have a shopping yes. episode yeah. in our future. I think so. Yes. I think so as well. Oh, what? We have to go to the Sorcerer Valley Mall. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> I'm so excited. You know, a real-life shopping episode. Yeah. You keep saying episode, like, yeah. what, what do you mean? It's episode just, it's a metaphor. Yes. A metaphor for... You know, you know how, like... like a day? Or yeah. an event? Like, yeah, like an event. Like a, oh, a, okay. a thing, okay. you know? Like a thing. Yeah, like sometimes, you know how books are divided into chapters, or mm-hmm. uh, sometimes uh, t- shows and stuff are in episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it's, you know, just... It's just a, sh- a chunk of, of content in our lives. Right, like episodes, like like podcasts and stuff. Yeah, Those exist now. Oh, you know, you know you I could, have heard of them. You can even, you know, like to continue the metaphor, you can even say something like, you heard it here first, summer shop-a-thon, you know? You could say that. Yeah. 
yeah, you could say that. You could say that. I don't know if it would come out of my mouth the right way. I think it would sound weird to for me to say it, but I think it sounds right when you say it. Sounds it sounds very right yes. when you say it, I do it, like hearing you say it more, Myra. I oh. feel like it's more right when you say that's, it. That's very sweet. Thanks. So that is what Celeste gleaned from uh, sneaking up all nonchalant-like uh, to the, the trio of mysterious people and the very attractive bookkeep, whose name you still don't know. Imogen, I'm so frustrated now because you've put me in a, in a love triangle, and I am not used to this, so this will be very interesting. Wild, where do I get my ideas? That's a really particular... What? Huh? That's a funny, that's a funny j- joke that's really particular for a game that we're playing that's a game that's It's a fun fake. game, right? It's a fun game. It makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah, I read a lot of stories, so I get a lot of ideas from the content I consume. Isn't, that makes isn't this so game much about sense. experiencing things you've never experienced? So Celeste yeah. could experience a love triangle when she's never right. experienced one? So wow. Red. So I, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Uh, you can. Okay, you can take a bathroom break, but uh, okay. you're also next. Uh, I was going to Oh, okay, you over I'll wait. Here. No, that's fine. This is a great track. I mean, let's go. Okay, oh, okay. So, Ren... Go ahead and roll either investigation or perception or... That's a 25. Oh, a very good. So you're definitely going to hear this whole thing. But um, now, how exactly are you approaching them? Are you... Uh, wh- what is your... Are you trying to be stealthy? Are you trying to uh, approach them directly? What's, what are your, what's your game plan? Uh, with my chainmail, it's it's kind of hard to approach surreptitiously, but um, I also don't think that as a fake duke, it would be smart of me to go to like the lord and lady of, of the presiding, because um, they, they could probably easily catch me out. So I guess I kind of just meander yeah. closer to them, see if I can just, you know, like lean up against the wall, sip a drink, kind of like survey the land while I'm still listening. Yeah. Um, obviously, if they like invite conversation or something, then I would be, I I, I would jump in with my very charismatic um, <clears throat> self. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but, you yeah. find a you you find a nice corner um, uh, next to a kind of a discreet door through which some servants have been entering and exiting throughout the night. Um, you tuck yourself in into the corner with a nice drink. And, uh, you're just nonchalantly listening. Uh, you don't have to get too close to the dais to hear them, because you rolled a very high perception, so you can hear them from a fair distance. Um, and you hear, uh, you see, of course, Chancelloress Kane is up on the dais with them. Uh, she's also, uh, ushering a young woman in a light pink gown up onto the dais. Uh, next to the uh, Lord Stewart and the Lady. So, uh, Kane, uh, in her beautiful red gown, says, Oh, my dear Pinette, the Lord Stewart was just telling us about his new collection. Uh, and then the Lord Stewart uh, says, Oh, yes, indeed. I have recently acquired quite the unique collection of books, Chancelleress. I dare say I've dropped a fair sum of gold on it. It's the only collection like it in the world, I say. <laughs> All rare and quite singular, particularly. The theoretical astronomy section. I'll have you know that much of it is considered forbidden in most cultures, and yet 
Here I have it in my own library. <laughs> quaint, yes? Oh, quite quaint indeed, my lord steward. I, a unique and powerful collection befits a unique and powerful ruler such as yourself. Knowledge is, as they say, power. Ah, oh, it's true, let my lady Kane. Chancelloress Kane. <coughs> of course. Chancelloress Kane. Although I'm embarrassed to say I've hardly cracked open a single tome in my collection. Overly theoretical and complex knowledge hold little bearing on the way I rule, but it certainly says something simply to have the knowledge available, wouldn't you say? I indeed. I would love to examine this library of yours at some point, if you would be so generous. Ah, perhaps another time, Chancelloress. This is a party, after all. Uh, no need to get bogged down with the stars and numbers and other worlds. Right you are, my lord steward. And then the little, the young woman in the pink dress pipes in. She's kind of just been standing there awkwardly like, um, may I return to the dance floor, ma'am? Um, my lord steward? And Chancelloress Kane kind of just brushes her off like, oh, yeah, of course, dear. Yes, run along now. Uh, and then, uh, the young woman returns to the dance floor, and uh, Chancelloress Kane uh, kind of backs up on the dais, and that is uh, so. That's the conversation between uh, Kane and Lord Steward Rainfur done. That you heard. Very cool. Okay, so they definitely have maybe some information in the library that would be helpful for Rain. So, uh, did we get like? blueprints of of the castle or like a general like what what was our what was our plan going in um let me see if uh mutiny had access to blueprints of the castle um you she did have uh something but this castle has been renovated many times in the past uh decades and uh the blueprints are outdated so this whole wing of the castle uh you don't it's and you know that there's a chunk of castle that you can see um, to, to, the, to the side of it, but that's all a new addition, so it's not on the blueprints. Okay, um, I think I keep that in mind, um, that maybe at some point when things get raucous and everyone's a little bit more um, in their cups, as it will, um, that I might try to sneak away and look at the library. But that's that's very good to know. And the the girl in the pink dress did did I catch her name at all? I don't um, know. I believe uh, Chancelloress Kane uh, referred to her as Pinette. Pinette. Um. And is she like you said, young woman? Does she look like to maybe be like a daughter or more of a like a like uh, a maid or a lady in waiting? Um. Likely. Uh. She's she's fancily dressed and she looks maybe about uh seventeen or so. Um. Okay. So more likely a a younger a noble woman or maybe a relative of Chancelloress Kane. Um, okay. Uh. Regardless, they seem to be familiar with each other, though not particularly warm toward each other. Panette looks just a little bit uncomfortable, but you don't know why. It might just be that she doesn't like parties. Understandable. Okay. Um, cool. I, I start trying to, like, seek out Missy, yeah. I think. So, um, Missy and, uh, and Ren, uh, you've, after this particular round of snooping, 
you lock eyes and you find each other. Yeah, you, you find each other, you find a nice little nook. What are, what are you saying? Um, I listened into the our three mysterious friends over there. It seems like they are trying to be introduced to the, the blues um, and are very excited to meet us. And that very dapper uh, bookstore sales person was also there and uh, looked very good. Oh, that's uh, good to know. I should also tell you, the, the person who came in with the unicorn, um, they are my fiancé's sister. Oh, that seems like uh, more... That, that seems like very important information. Um, they didn't recognize you, did they? Do I don't you know? think so. I have this, okay. this mask on. I feel like it covers me pretty well. Okay, so we'll, we'll have to keep that in mind. Um... I just found out about like books in a library, which is more of like my whole personal thing with stars. Of course. But uh, they might have things that are necessary for me to read. Um, so if we have a moment to like sneak over to the library, that would be helpful. But uh, maybe we follow that lead with those uh, those people that want to meet the blues. We're just trying to gather anything that we can, right? Because well, we want to steer clear of the Baron. It sounds like at the moment we are, or well, in the, the future, we are going to be introduced to those two. Um, since it sounds like they are excited to meet us. So maybe we should check out the library first. If we are expecting to already meet them, there's no point in jumping it forward. That makes lots of sense. Um, yeah, we can try to make our way. I'm not really stealthy, so you should probably start. You should go first. Uh, I we could do that. I could make a distraction for you if you wanted to check out the library yourself, um, because I know it's more important to you personally, and I don't want to. I don't know if I will be able to find all the, the things that you want to find. I I mean, the the more the merrier. Um, but what whatever is fine. Um, are you worried about? Because I'm I'm just thinking that. Now with your, you know, your ex-fiancé's um, sister and, and the Baron, maybe we should just get you out of out, out of sight for a bit. So maybe if we just sneak sneak out for a minute, um, you know, there's less of a chance that they're going to see you. Absolutely. I think that we should both be stealthy. I, I think that Missy takes um, Ren by the shoulder and pats his shoulder and just says, you're gonna have to reach up. I'm, I'm very tall. She reaches up. She's wearing okay. some high heels. That that, help that her. works. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> but so she pats, she pats him on the shoulder and says, "I absolutely believe and know that you can do this," and gives him bardic inspiration. Ooh, thanks, Celeste. Of course. Uh, that's a D8 now. Ooh. Okay. I'll write it down so I don't forget. Thank you. Of course. Alright, uh, let's go try to sneak to the library. Is there any way... Uh, it, oh, so, sorry, Imogen, I'm stuck in my voice. Is there any way that I can assist Ren in her or his um, stealth role? I have a very high stealth stat, so is there a, a subtraction I could take or something that I could do to help give them advantage? Um, that's interesting. Well, he gave them Bardic Inspiration. I don't know about any other bonuses that you can give him, but we'll uh, we'll play it by ear. We'll see what we can do. But in the meantime, while you're thinking about how to possibly infiltrate the library, what's Dove up to? Well, of course, while being 
glittery and pretty and uh, shimmery and all of that. So I definitely would like to, um, you know, make the usual rounds, socialize, see if there's anyone there that maybe I don't quite recognize, you know, see if see if there's anyone I need to introduce myself to. Yeah, all right. Roll an investigation check as you're scanning the room. I think that's good. That is a non-natural 20. Okay, a dirty 20. All right. And uh, Celeste, would you roll a... I think I might even let you do it as a performance check because you're pretending to be someone else. Oh, lovely. All right. Perfect. So it's a 26. Right. So, Dove, um, you see many interesting figures. There's uh, the pretty pretty person, mysterious person with the mask and the, tux- and the white tuxedo. Very, very beautiful. Um, there's, you know, you're aware of the Lord and Lady Dunn, Chancellor S. Kane, um, a few notable uh, princes, princesses, dukes, and and ladies of nearby uh, kingdoms and city-states. Of course, you are familiar with Baron Galdry, who is kind of lingering at the foot of the dais, waiting uh, for a chance to speak with the Lord Steward. You can certainly glean what his mission might be. Of course, there's there's some very intriguing-looking... Uh, an intriguing trio in a corner, though they seem to be dividing somewhat. Uh, as you're scanning the room. Uh, anywhere in particular you'd like to go? Um, well, I definitely give a nod to those who I'm familiar with. Um, you know, of course, as you must. And then I think I'd like to go talk to the pretty person in the mask. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the pretty person in the mask is um, lingering uh, on the other side of the room uh, near a servant's entrance. There's a steady stream of servants coming in and out of a discreet door. Um, and the pretty person in the mask is in the corner speaking to um, a very tall man in uh, very intimidating. Yes, in in and wearing scary. furs and being tall and intimidating. Yeah, yeah. They seem to be in a nice conversation. Uh, well, I approach um, and I I give like a minor curtsy and I say, "Well, good evening." I think. Um, because uh, she's already been pointed out to me, I think that Ren kind of just steps in front of Missy as if uh, Ren's more like a bodyguard or something and tries to look intimidating just to make sure that, you know, uh, or or to at least attempt to make sure that uh, identities are not shown. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what, what business? What, I, I said what I said. <laughs> What business? Um, well, this is a party, and... No, uh, yeah, I mean... I'm just, I just socialize with everybody, as one does, Mm. especially those I'm unfamiliar with. Nice to meet you. Uh, you as well. I'm Princess Dove Brightwing, and, and, um... Right. I'm sorry, I don't believe I I got your name. (laughs) Henry. Henry! Uh, Duke of Gloucester. Have I heard of Gloucester? <laughs> I sure you have, Myra. It's in so many books. <laughs> Alright, um, uh, Myra, could you roll a history check to see if you've heard of Gloucester? Absolutely. <laughs> that is a natural 20 plus 4, so 24. 
you are not familiar with any place called Gloucester. Certainly not one with a duke. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I, you know, I'm not sure I've heard of, of Gloucester before. Pardon me. Um. Oh, it's it's new. It's new. <laughs> of mm -hmm. what land is Gloucester? Pretty far. <laughs> Can I roll to see if I know that he's lying? <laughs> oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. What are you talking about? Roll with I'm... advantage, because you, <laughs> with your good history check, you know for a fact there's no Gloucester. And you know that there you've sure had is. a very, you, you know for a fact that you've had a well, a good enough education that you would know if there was a Gloucester. Okay. You've read about Gloucester, but from the big book of fake places. A 25? Yeah. This um, is a Can liar. I roll deception? You can certainly try. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll deception. Okay. I think I got this. I believe in you. Um, so that's a three minus one, so that's a two. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, Dob, right in front of you, this man, this tall man, this is a liar. I think at this point, Missy, in her, dis in her garb, is going to jump in before this goes anywhere else. Uh, but uh, I am going to roll a performance check, if that's okay, or deception, depending on what you think. Missy's going to try to change her voice a little bit. Okay, so that is a, a 30 for, for either one. How did you get a 30, Celeste? 17 plus 13. Oh my goodness. Right. Oh, because you have expertise? Yeah. Yes, I do. That makes sense. I was like, oh Bird my gosh. Bird stuff. Bird stuff. Yeah. Bird stuff. Um, so, so, let, so uh, I'm going to use my wand to do something. Um, so, so uh, Missy goes up. Oh, hello. How are you? Oh, uh, uh, gosh, I, can, I can't do that without the wand. That's so cool. Uh, good evening. Uh, I am Princess Duff Brightwing. Um, and may I ask for your name? No, you're going off about names and places, but this is a party. Aren't we allowed to be from wherever we want to be from? Not if there's a guest list. You can call me Nightingale. Maybe we'll get to names later. Are you also from Gloucester? Oh, I would never be seen in Gloucester. I don't know if you've heard the rumors, but it's not exactly something you want on the map. It's about... A hundred square feet. I bought a plot of land and made myself a duke. Ren's really trying to fix it. <laughs> um, probably that sounds pathetic, but it's better than being a big old liar. <laughs> can I roll like a, uh, another deception check or performance yeah, or something? Roll it to see if you can lie about your hundred square feet. I think that makes sense. I think it makes sense too. Can, uh, can I help? Can I give? A That's a natural twenty. Oh hell yes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay, um... Um, uh, with, with that, um, what would it be? Performance? Sure. Um, it is a natural 20, but it's minus one, so 19. Okay, so, um, Myra, Adov, you, you are still aware that this is, he was definitely putting on airs. Certainly not really a duke. Certainly... Not really, um, possibly not really on the guest list. You don't, it, you're not really sure what they're doing here, how they got an invite. Someone with, even if they're telling the truth about this uh, hundred square feet of, of Gloucester, um, that's, 
they, they would have no reason to be here. Um, so there's something fishy going on. But you do believe maybe, maybe this guy bought a nice little plot of a tiny little plot of land and made himself a duke. You don't really know. Seems could could be. Well, um, I'll go ahead and say no. I'll be frank. It doesn't seem. I thought you were dove. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please keep going, Myra. I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> it doesn't seem as though. It doesn't seem as though there's a likelihood that you would be found on the guest list to this party. Are you aiming to make trouble? Oh, I. I would never make trouble. Also, that's super offensive. I pull out my invite and wave it around. I have an invite and it has my name on it. Henry Duke of Gloucester, I'm allowed to be here. <clears throat> I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so no trouble then. That's a shame. Trouble could be quite fun. And what do we mean by that? I might be keeping my eye out for a different sort of party guest. Well, go on, miss. If you're looking for a different party guest, doesn't that include me? Well, it depends. There seems to be quite a clear, how do you say, ideal of society here at this party. And I do wonder if there are any guests among us that disagree with that ideal. Well, wouldn't that put you on opposite sides of your sibling? Well, I don't think it's any secret that my sibling and I don't quite get along, is it? Well, not getting along and not agreeing. Very different things. Unless one stems from the other. Do you want to go for a walk? A turn around the gardens? Sh sure. Perhaps to the library? Yeah, I like books. Well, that would be lovely. I consider myself quite well read. I squint at her. Does that mean that she might know something about the library itself? As in, like, the capital L library. Can can I roll, like, a, an insight check or something? Yeah, you can. Uh, no. That's a ten. You don't know. Just, there's a lot of libraries. It's hard to, it's hard to decipher when something's capitalized. Maybe There's, there's a lot of libraries. Maybe I'm just well-read. The sad thing about your family, I hear a lot of things have been happening. Runaway bride and all that. <sighs> yes, it's a shame. One of the few people that I actually got along with. I heard that she wanted to go off and make something of herself. Commendable. Well, I hope she does. Let's go on a walk. Perhaps we'll discover something new. Or, or that we already knew. Delightful. And I, I offer my, my elbow. I take it! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, thank you. You're so kind. Okay, so how are you going to go about exiting the ballroom and trying to get into the rest of the castle? Surreptitiously through the ser servants' quarters we're right okay. next to? Yeah, you, you are right next to the servants' entrance. Um, so uh, let me give you a, a rundown of the ballroom itself and what exits you see. So uh, the main entrance, the one that you came through, is a large ornamented double door uh, that leads to the grand foyer of the castle where you could 
potentially sneak into other rooms, but you remember really only seeing the entrance, so you're not really sure what other rooms that would lead to. Also, that door is watched by a pair of guards and the crier who announces uh, the guests as they enter. Uh, there appear to be two servants' doors, uh, one on either side of the room, through which servants can discreetly come and go. The one that you're near um, is the one closest to the dais, uh, and you see many servants carrying various things, um, bits and bobs, uh, people have been sent fetching and carrying um, all sorts of things. The other entrance on the other side of the room has servants coming in and out with trays of food. So that's the one that likely leads to the kitchen. The one that you are next to might lead closer to our, to different parts of the castle. And um, the last exit slash entrance is uh, upon the dais, uh, behind the throne slash not a throne, more of a chair, um, is a very fancy archway through which you can see a spiral staircase and a door on its side. But that seems to be it for exits of the ballroom. I think that sounds like the best plan. Uh, would my would Dove know, like, how to get to the library through that way? I don't know. Um, let me roll to see if Dove had access to the blueprints. Nope. Dove did not have access to the blueprints of the castle as infiltration of the entire castle was not really your mission, Dove, but you're, you're playing it by, by ear. Um, so you don't really know where you're going. Alright, going in blind. Let's do it. So, um, I'm gonna need a stealth check from everyone to, uh, subtly and surreptitiously exit the ballroom through the servant's entrance. So, just as a heads up, um, I do always roll with disadvantage, um, just, just so everyone yeah. knows. It's a group stealth check, so everyone's gonna be helping you, but, you know, ugh. So, Missy rolled a 25 for stealth. Very good. Dove rolled a 22. Alright. I did not do too bad. Uh, I rolled a 14. Alright, yeah, I would say, um... Especially combined with those uh, over 20 rolls, um, you three, three of you, manage to sneak out without causing a scene. You don't think anyone's seen you? Yeah, not even, uh, and you manage to time it in a gap between uh, when the servants were coming in and out, so you don't run into any servants. And that brings you to, uh, right, a little uh, hallway. To your left now is what looks like a little supply closet that's slightly ajar. Um, it just looks like it involves linens, uh, random Wait, Imogen, yeah. but if it's ajar, how is it a door? I, that's, a, that's a good one, Ren. I see what you did there. I'm sorry. Continue. You're very, very good. <laughs> so yeah, that's um, a little supply closet to your left. Directly in front of you is a door. A, uh, it's a single door, uh, but it's uh, large, fancy wood panels. And then on your right, uh, down the hallway, uh, it leads into an, a kind of an, an open uh, solar or lounge sort of an area. You can see arched uh, glass windows uh, letting in a lot of sunlight. 
You can even uh, see through those windows. That's the that's the pathway toward the entrance to the castle. So this is uh, the sort of the new renovated part of the castle. It's very pretty, very palace-like. Is there a way that I can sneakily open the door in front of us to just peek in? Yeah, certainly. You can try. I would like to, tr- to attempt that. Okay, that is just a 16. Um, the door actually is locked. Oh. Uh, let's see, who was the last one to go through um, the door? The last of you three to go through the servant's entrance. I feel like just by proxy it should be me because I had the least stealthy. Alright, would you like to roll a perception check? Sure. I would not, actually. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I would not like to roll a perception check. Oh, that's fun. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, so, so um... I thought it was gonna be like a catch you kind of thing. No, you're good. Trying yeah. to take one for the team. Yeah, good, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you don't notice anything uh, amiss. Um, but, uh... Great! I believe I just said the door right in front of you uh, is locked. I believe that I have thieves tools and can, br- can pick yeah. locks. Uh, do we think like that's to the try? right way to go? Yeah, you can certainly try. Right. Sure. Um, with that is sleight of hand, um, and you add proficiency if you are proficient with with uh, the aforementioned thieves tools, which I believe you are because you're a bard rogue. Oh yes. All right. So that is a twenty six. Uh, yeah, you um, you take out your thieves tools, you pick that lock, you very slyly hear it click, you turn it, uh, you retrieve your thieves tools, and you crack the door open. And what you see is um, a plush carpeted floor, uh, some overstuffed chairs of velvet that look, that look like they're comfy, but you also, because of your royal background, your royal background, whatever, you also know that they look comfy, but they're probably not. It's that kind of that kind of fancy, that very specific level of fancy, you know. And what do you know? There do seem to be walls of books. Okay, I think this is the right way to go. You found it. <clears throat> Wait, <clears throat> I can do that again. Let me try again. <clears throat> you found the library. Good job. That sounded silly. Why? Why yeah, won't you, you guys? You would tell me if it sounded silly, right? Of course. I I thought it sounded really nice. Ren, I think you sound very masculine and manly. Thank you. You sound tall. (gasps) Okay. Yeah, so what's the deal about this library? Yeah, you step into this lovely room full of books, full of uh, uncomfortable furniture that looks comfortable, so very deceptive chairs on... The uh, right wall, as you walk in, uh, is a large arched entrance with like a slightly fancier uh, set of doors. Maybe, like maybe you just went in through the servants' entrance to the library, and to their to your side is the the fancy person entrance. But it is closed, and there are no fancy people in here that you can see. Yeah, it's a lovely little uh, private study, sort of a library deal. Can we roll investigation, I suppose? Certainly. Yeah. What are you looking for? Um, specifically that, uh, that type of book. The, um, I believe it was theoretical astrology book. Yeah. Um, or something of the sort that was mentioned. Yeah, you, uh, browse the, the shelves, and you do find a significant section that has very, uh, promising 
keywords throughout the titles, things like things like astronomy and stars, extraplanar, uh, planes, stuff like that. Uh, with an investigation, maybe you'll be able to pick out a book. So I think I, I turn I, I turn over to Dove and I say, hold that thought. I have to look for a book one second. I didn't say anything. Just hold one one sec. Not as good as I would have hoped, but that's okay. Uh, 15? Okay. Yeah, with a 15, uh, could you roll a d8 for me to see what book you find? That is a 2. Okay, a 2. Alright, yes. Uh, your eyes land on something called Interdictionary of Stars. It's a very thick tome of dark, uh, dark blue, almost black leather with worn, uh, it, like the, the letters are pressed in with gilding that is almost completely gone. It's old, faded, and uh, very thick. What do you do? Do you pull it out? Yeah. Oh, I should have checked for traps. So, let me <laughs> tell you what oh, happens. No. <laughs> We're gonna have to fight the books, I'm so sad. You think I would make you fight books? I was I about to not. say, that's a, that's a bit far-fetched that's, for Imogen. That's a little out of character for me, I have to say. That's fair. Alright, this is simple enough. So, as you pull this book out, the dust from uh, from the book kind of like poofs out Acha, and it seems like more dust than you would expect from pulling out a single book, as three figures form out of the dust. Uh, they're small-ish, but they're taking shape, and they seem like they might be hostile. Could you roll initiative? Oh, I'm sorry. It's alright, none of us thought about it. Yeah, alright, so roll initiative for these three dust methods. Uh, I got an 18 for initiative. 23 for Celeste. Uh, I got a 17. Right. So, Celeste, um, uh, your character, uh, Missy is first. What are you going to do? I would like... Are they next to each other, or, or are they separate? Um, they are kind of fanning out from the place where the book was, where it was. They are starting to separate, but right now they're pretty close to each other. They're very small. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Shatter. All of them. All right. How do you do that? Um, it is a, it is a 60 foot radius, and it is. Sorry, I'm getting all my notes together. It's all right. Um, take your time. It, they must make a Constitution saving throw, and my DC is 17. All right. One of them succeeds. One of them fails, and the other succeeds. Okay, so one of them fails. That is 3d8 um, full damage for those who failed, and half damage for those who succeed. Alright, so roll the damage. Oh, also, I don't know if this would count for them. Um, it also says, a creature made of inorganic materials such as stone, crystal, or metal have disadvantages on the saving throw. Um, and that Dust is mostly to... skin flakes. That works for me, honestly, if you want to say that they have regular. 
Yeah, I'm gonna say this dust is, um, I'm gonna say it's mostly skin. Which I don't like to say, yes, but that's uh, what dust I won't, is. I won't lie, that, that It's really very uncomfortable me. to think about, and I'm very sorry to have brought this wisdom. Wait, all, it's, all dust is like... It's mostly skin flakes. No! Yes, I, I hate everything about this conversation. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Uh, so how much damage do you do? To this, like, to the skin methods. I don't like that. I'm sorry. It. I hate it so much. Um, it is 16 damage. Uh, thunder damage. Alright. And half damage to the... Half to those, those who succeeded. Alright. Um, I believe I don't have a bonus action. I'm gonna use my bonus action to disengage. Um, so okay. just so that makes it harder for them to hit me, right? Yeah, that's true. Huh, yeah, you're I'll good. Do that. All right, next is Ren. Hiya. Um, so uh, now that we've leveled up to twelve, um, I have an an extra extra attack. So um, I'm just gonna go to the uh, the nearest dust thing and. I'm gonna see if uh, my. Do I have my weapon with me? Oh, um, I think I think you do. Having ornamental weapons is part of is is not uncommon among nobility. So I think I'd say mm-hmm. yeah, you you have your weapon. Okay, cause cause Thaddeus is um, it, it's more finesse and definitely like thinner and more ornamental yeah, looking. Yeah, definitely looks um, very fancy. I have to be okay. honest, Thaddeus the cat is anything but thin and ornate and fancy looking. That's why it's funny. <laughs> because he's not at all like that in real life, but as as a as a sword, um, as a rapier, I thought it would be funny that he was. Oh you named you named your sword after your very chubby cat. Yes. yes. Delightful. Okay, um alright, so I'm gonna uh, attack, attack, attack. Alright. The nearest thing. Okay. Um first one is twenty-five to hit. That hits. Um, I'll just roll the other two. Yeah. That is 20 to hit. That hits. Ooh, and then that one is 15 to hit. That also hits. Oh! These are chunks of dust. I love it. Um, okay. So with that is, that's uh, 11 points. Alright. Uh, 12 points. And then 5. Alright. You slice right through the first two methods um, and they are disintegrated into um, regular dust instead of animated elemental dust Amazing. and you significantly damage the third one so there's just one left and it's not doing too well that brings us to Dove okay so there's one cloud of dust and it is not doing well uh, so I'm going to go ahead and I am going to uh, use my bow and arrow um, and I'm going to uh, shoot it with said arrow, um, which gives me an attack bonus. And then I also have an extra attack, so I'm just going to go ahead and hit it with two arrows. Okay, go ahead and roll for that. That would be uh, 25 for the first uh, one. Yeah, I, I dare say that hits. Okay. Yeah, and you can go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Uh, that would be seven damage for the first one. Yeah, and you don't really need to do another one because this uh, dust method kind of just 
Boom. Oh, great. It's gone, yeah. Yeah, you done killed it. Successfully, yeah. You killed all three of the dust methods that came uh, when you pulled that book. And you're out of initiative. You did it. You all worked together. It took all three of you to uh, uh, to kill it. So that's very, very good teamwork. Um, I think Missy is going to pick up the leftover arrows um, that must have fell out of the dust thing. Yeah. Bring them over to Dove and say, You have not changed a bit, have you? And takes off her mask. Well, Miss Daphne Delphine, it is absolutely lovely to see you again. I would like to ask not to use that name anymore. I do not accept it. I am Miss Mystical Missy Mavlik, musical superstar. Well, I do think that name suits you much better. Thank you very much. And uh, do you mind? Uh, do you mind if I give away your name, Henry? Oh, are we not doing our fake names anymore? We or, still are. Well, I guess you had a second actual fake fake name. Uh, I'm Ren. She's Ren. Uh, he's Ren. <laughs> Duke of Gloucester. Uh huh. That was made up. I know. I know. I, I, I know. I, I fooled you pretty well. You but didn't. I figure if it's all on the table, we might as well be honest with each other. I'm very well educated, actually, on geography. Gloucester doesn't exist. I know. Pleasure to meet you, regardless. Yeah, I'm just Ren, but with a couple N's and H's in there. Now tell me, Dove, what are you doing here? Who are you supposed to be meeting? Oh, I'm not supposed to be meeting anybody, really. This is just another party for the faction, which I've been smiling and nodding and going along with for far too long. So I've been hoping that at one of these gatherings, someone unfamiliar might pop up. Someone with alternate intentions who could use some help from the inside. <laughs> oh, if only that would be us. I'm just kidding. It is, it is absolutely us. I had a feeling. I recognized most of the other people there. So we can just... We can we can trust... Uh, we can trust Dove. I thought this was a whole, like... I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it if you are, but... I'm, I, I'm a little behind on the... I understand where you're coming from. No, Dove has always been very, very kind to me. Even when I was held at, at their palace for marriage. Gross. Even what, during that time, she, she has always been very, very nice to me. And I just wanted to make sure that she wasn't corrupt by any kind of thing that has happened. So I needed to ask a few questions. But they also, in that battle, proved very useful. I think it's good to have them on our side. Definitely seems to know more about all the people here than uh, you and I do. No offense. Oh, no offense to Might be that helpful. Was only... I'm also... That was insulting towards yourself. I don't understand what you would say. No. No, I also was... I, Missy was a part of that as well. Right. It wasn't just insulting to me. Well, I, sure. I, I don't see how it was insulting. It makes sense for us to not know anyone here. It's our first time and we had to get fake invitations. Right, and there's also not... There's nothing wrong with not knowing something and then, like, asking people who do know the things. You don't have to know everything all the time. It's normal to not know everything. Especially about parties. Well, I do know quite a bit about a party, and I do know a lot of the people here. I will say, you know, being a princess, they don't take my role very seriously, so there is a lot of information that I am missing, but I definitely know enough to know that these people are up to no good. I have a very, very important question. That Life or death, honestly. 
Um, the bookshop owner. What is their name? I don't know who you're speaking about. That that may be one of the other few guests that I I didn't recognize. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it! I want to know this person's name. I thought that was going to be clever. Have you tried asking them? You don't. Understand. No, she hasn't. <laughs> that might be the first problem. Well, when do you like to make a perception check, real quick? I I would love to make one. Yeah. Would anyone else like to make a perception check? No, I, I you got you had one chance. That's all right. Ah, son of a. Uh, it was a fourteen. Okay, you continue Shit. on. That's not scary at all. Don't worry okay, about that's it. fine. Not at all. You don't know anything. <laughs> we don't. That's true. <laughs> Alright, so um, you've uh, you've defeated some dust methods, you've uh, properly introduced yourselves to each other. Ren, you have one book, but you know that there are more. What are you going to do? I would like one more book. Okay, I'm going to say uh, roll a d8 to see what book you pluck, and then we'll roll to see if it's round. That is an 8. Alright, Oh. Could I roll a sleight of hand to try to like... I believe the movie that we watched over the summer was called Indiana Jones. I would like to try to do that with the book and some kind of heavy trinket or something. Sure, sure, you can try. Oh, like a like a trap. Oh check yeah, thing. like to yes. in case it's like a weighted thing. I was gonna try. say before I pull it out, I I will try and get either Missy or myself or somebody to yeah, check for Yeah, that means. Uh, yeah, so let me tell you what book you pull. So Ren, you actually pull. A Star is Born, oh wait, no, the opposite, expanded edition, comma, uncensored. <gasps> the uncensored version! Okay, this is very exciting. Um, in conjunction with the, um, the other A Star is Born one that I have, um, how heavy is it? Is it, there, is it there is, like a, could I do a swapsies? Oh, um, uh, yeah, you could do you could do a swapsies with that. The expanded edition is uh, noticeably uh, heftier, uh, as it is full of forbidden knowledge. Uh, but you can certainly you can certainly try to do a little swapsies with that book. Okay, I'll try that. All right, yeah. Because I didn't like annotate it or anything. I took notes outside of my in in my own little notebook. Yeah. So. All right. So I rolled for the trap with disadvantage. The trap did not go off, so you're good, you got that book. Great. Amazing. Any other books you'd like to grab? So many. But how many do I do I have my knapsack with me? Because otherwise it'll be more difficult to I'd say I mean, you did choose to dress in like hefty furs and such and you have your sword, so I'd say it would make sense for you to be able to have uh, some more gear on ya, just the way you're dressed. Mm-hmm. It's a little poofy. Okay. Well how would you say, um, would you say I would be able to have maybe one more book just in case? Yeah. Before before it starts to be noticeable that I'm carrying something I'm not supposed to. I'd say that would make sense. Yeah. Okay, one more then. All right, roll a d8. Books, books, books. That is a seven. All right, this is a fun one. This one it's less of a book and more of a a collection, a bundle of parchment. Ooh. Um, and you pull it out. Uh, you flip through it. Um, and it's written in a very unique, swirly hand. Uh, the top page of parchment is in a noticeably different hand that says, um, uh, Gable's Notes from the Nine Hells. You flip through it, and you see uh, 
not only many uh, pages of fancy words, but also a bit of sheet music in there as well. And uh, Missy. I hand the sheet music to Missy. Yeah, Missy. Um, I'm gonna say you don't even need to roll for it. This is this seems to be um, early drafts of the hit song "I'll See You in Hell" by Gable of the Blues. Oh, I just realized it's his personal notes. Yeah. We know who that is. Yeah, we know who that is. That's his personal notes from his travels in the Nine Hells. All right, now oh let me gosh. see if that if a trap goes off. All right. I wanted oh. to explain it first. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I love that we were like, oh, we're going to be so careful for the second one. And then the third one, I was just like, but, oh, it's fine. But it's fine because it's music. It's fine. Um, yeah, from this one, finagling the bundle of parchment out from between the books. It stirs up a fair amount of dust, unfortunately, and uh, instead of several smaller creatures, you actually see that the dust um, from several books around it conglomerates into a single very large figure, and it starts to twist around. It starts to rotate oh. Oh no. into kind of a little... Tornado. And uh, actually, could you roll uh, just real quick before we roll initiative? Roll to clutch on to um, this bundle of parchment to make sure to, to see if it doesn't get lost in the swirling mass of dust. Would that be like um, a dexterity? dexterity? I would say, yeah, dexterity or strength if you'd like. Well, I like dexterity. I think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, that is an 18. Alright, yeah, you managed to clutch it real tight and tuck it in somewhere secure um, nice. before it flies away. And we're going to use the same initiative as before, um, just to, to simplify things. And um, so, this dust devil is swirling around right in front of you, causing a, a ruckus in your little library. Uh, Missy, it is your turn. I would like... Shit, I don't know how to fight a tornado. Um, so, does it look like a physical mass, or does it look like a giant tornado? It is, it, it does seem to have physical mass, um, kind of in the way of an, of any elemental, um, creature slash being, so it's not like it would be immune to, you know, all damage or anything. It's not a, it's not a natural phenomenon, it is a elemental monster being. Got it. I'm going to take out Dora and say, Alright, little friend, time time for teamwork. And throw them in the air and cast plant growth on them. Alright. And turn them into my little uh my little fighter yes. mass of tent of vines. Adorable. I'm gonna roll Dora's initiative. Dora rolled a ten for initiative. Alright. Is that your turn, Missy? Um Yes, I'm going to disengage as well again. Wonderful. Uh, just as a bonus action. Alright, and there's sirens in the background just now, so I'm going to give it a moment. Oh, I will. I'm going to go handle this. Hey, will you practice your siren spell somewhere else? No! You're so silly. These fucking first years with the charm spells. God, I know. Hey, don't, don't like, be that really annoying. Don't yell at Riley, she's trying real hard. Oh um, no, Riley's fine, is everyone Riley? else is the worst. Yes, Riley no, we can't yell at Riley. We would never yell at Riley, she's perfect and I love her. She's got- I'll yell at anyone that yells at Riley. She's got Spock, and 
Well, that's our child. That is our, that's our baby. That is our baby child. That is I'm our baby I'm working on getting them my internship with my mother so that they can, you know, get to know my mother a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you could bequeath an internship. Of I think course. that's how it works. You I know, don't. Riley, I don't think so, actually. Oh, Riley okay. did a, a wonderful favor for me, so I, I owe them. All right. So, um, next in the All initiative right. happens to be this large dust monster. Um, and so it is actually going to aim at you, Ren, because you're the one who done lifted that book. Understandable. Yeah, it's going to make a uh, a slam attack at you. Ow. I don't think the first one hits. Uh, yeah, does a 14 hit? It does not. Alright. Ha! I should think a 9 doesn't hit either. It's not doing too well. You know what? A 9 actually does, just because it's <laughs> odd. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's how Dungeons and Dragons works. I think so. Yeah. Alright. No, that's silly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yes, this Dust Devil seems disoriented from just being awakened from its bookie slumber and it has yet to hit anyone. Uh, but next is Rin. Hi! I'm gonna attack and attack and attack again. Alright, go for it. Let's go. That first one's a natural 20. Alright, wonderful. That's a critical hit. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and roll that one first. Yeah, do it. Go ahead and do that damage. That is... That is 16 points of damage. Alright, and that one is uh, a 21 to hit. Hits. And then that one is a 26 to hit. I have good decks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, so that first one is 8 points. And the next one's uh, just 5 again. Alright. And then I think I just used my bonus action to stuff the papers a little bit more securely. Yeah, I'll allow that. Okay. Alright, and next is our dear, sweet, sparkly, shiny dove. So with all the sparkles and glimmer and shimmer in the world, uh, I'm going to go ahead and shoot two arrows at it. Alright, go ahead and roll to hit. Okay, so that one is a 19 and that one is a 21. Alright, they both hit. Yay! Okay. Okay, so one is eight damage and then the other is six damage. So that is, what, 14 damage total? Wonderful. So that was our lovely dove's turn. So out of nowhere, a dagger flies out and lodges directly into the dust devil, the swirling mass, uh, doing 15 points of damage. And you hear from somewhere behind you a, God damn it! I hate that. I hate that a lot. But, um, yeah, uh, that you just hear that and then they, they hide again, I guess. But they did a, they did 15 damage to the de- to the dust devil, so that's nice. And that brings us to Dora. Um, so I'm guessing that she can't constrict this um, dust beast. So I'm, so I guess she'll use the constrict attack, but most likely is just going to be whipping it with her vines. All right. So that is a. That's a plus four to hit. Rolling that now. Uh, that's a 19. Alright. Yeah, uh, 19 hits. Ooh, max damage. Alright, Dora. Uh, so that's going to be a 14. Alright, 14 damage. Goodness. Well done, Dora. Alright, and that brings us to the top of the round with uh, Missy. Yes, um, Missy wants to for sure 
Uh, can I use my turn to make another perception check about that dagger? Certainly. Or would that be investigation? I would say investigation, because you saw where it came from, so you know where to look. You're not just, like, on alert. You're looking. Yes, I'm going to do an investigation check there. And I don't think I find it. Son of a bitch. Uh, that is a ten. Yeah, you don't really know what's going on. Maybe that was your dagger. You don't really know. Did you throw that? You might have thrown it yourself and forgotten. Do I have a zit? No, I have my dagger with me. Who's th- Did I throw it? Is it a returning dagger? Was that your turn? Well, that's up to you. Uh, would that be- Would that take up my action? I would let that be a bonus action. Oh, lovely. I love that. Um, then I would like to... You know what? I will get in the midst of it. I will go up there. I will take out my sword. Uh, my rapier. I'm going to expend one of my bardic inspirations for my attack to add 3d6 psychic damage. If I hit. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Damn. Alright. Well, then I'm up there. This is a beefy dust devil. It's a little bit... It's a little bit beefy. But doesn't Alright. Next up is said beefy dust devil. And uh, once more, it's going to... It's going to try to slam at Ren. Alright, Ren. Does a 23 hit. It does this time. Alright. Yeah. And does an 18 hit. Uh, also yes. Okay, so that's two hits. It slams you twice. Okay. Okay, I'm going to roll some damage. 11 from the first slam. And uh, 10 from the second slam. Oh yeah, that was 21 total. It's fine. I'm also beefy. Yes, you are. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you just took that damage and you don't need to worry about anything else. And next is uh, Ren. Okay, I'm going to do the old one, two, three. Do it. Fight, fight. Um, okay, first one is a 15. That does not hit. That's fair. Uh, second one is a 24. That hits. <laughs> and this one is a 22. That hits, so that's two out of three hits. Alright, uh, that's max damage for 12 points, and then that is 11 points. Alright. Um, so from Thaddeus. Wonderful. How is this, um, this dust devil looking? It's, uh, significantly worse than when it started. Definitely, um, I mean, it doesn't have blood, but you could say, um, if it did, it would be considered bloodied. It's, um, yeah, a, a few more hits could do it in, I suppose. Okay, then I'm gonna action surge. Mm. Okay, yeah. So, th- three more. Uh, that one does not hit. That's a 25. And then that one is a 24. So that's two hits. Um, seven, so that's uh, 22 points between the two of them. All right, you, um, you action surge with your rapier, uh, with, with Thaddeus in your hand, and you, you hit and you hit, and then you miss, and then you hit and you hit and you miss, and it, but it doesn't matter that you missed that one time because cause it's gone. You, you, you done slew it, then the dust explodes, but then, and then it just like drifts down to the ground and disappears, and it's no longer swirling, no longer trying to pull that um, that bundle of parchment back into it. I guess it's now just dust in the wind. Correct. Dust. Rin says that super dramatically. The wind. As as he's standing 
over the the particles of of dust and he and he, his hair flips out a little fancy like yeah you hear um from somewhere behind you <laughs> yeah you know what well while he says that missy will play a little background like dramatic background music i think the background music kind of startles me i wasn't expecting it to happen um so i kind of just jump a little and i'm like oh yeah <sighs> Uh, makes sense. We do sorry, that all the time. Uh, trying to add to the moment. No, no, you're good. You're. Uh, we got it. It's. I feel it. It's. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, can we look for the person <laughs> that has been following us for sure? Um. Yeah. Uh. In fact, I'd say at this point, you don't really need to roll for it because he's kind of just standing at the edge of the room with his arms crossed, scowling at you like. Idiots. I scowl back. He scowls back. What are you looking at? Shorty? I'm, I'm taller. taller. No, I'm taller. Fine, I'm you're right, you are. But I'm I'm sneakier. That's fair. Imogen, you gotta let me have this. I need to be the tallest one this episode. You are okay. I mean not episode, this um session. See, sometimes it just rolls off, yeah. It just happens, it, it rolls off the it, tongue. It works, yeah. Sometimes that's just the word you need. You know? Okay. It's so weird, just anyway, randomly. Um, that but particular yes, word. Um, yeah. But yes, uh Celeste, you recognize this uh gruff individual as the uh person as one of the people with who was in the trio with the very attractive bookkeep. Uh this is the one who was referred to as Vanny. And they have their, you know, their dark letters, their spiky hair, their gruff voice, and their scowling face. Okay. So, Vanny, what brings you here? She says that to really throw him off. Fuck did you call me? I called you by your name, I would think. It's not my fucking name. <sighs> my name. Okay, why are you here? Who are you? Hey, fuck Sorry. off. <clears throat> Why are you here? Who are you? Why are you following us? I'm... Why are you sneaking around? Being all... S- sneaky. I could ask you the same question. I was following you. See what yeah, you were yes, up to. I, wait. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y- you follow us. You follow us in the, sh- in the shadows. But you are asking us why we are being sneaky. That, yeah! It makes why were no you leaving the party? It's fucking suspicious. suspicious. You're suspicious. You are. Your mom. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard Imogen cuss before. It's very odd. But oh, I understand it's not it's me. The character. It's a character. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. It. You sound like an entirely different a person. A very different person, right? Yeah, so why are you following us? I was trying to see where the fuck you were going. Again, it was fucking suspicious. Can we get something, like a, a glean off of this person, like some sort of insight as to like... This is the person that that um, that um was talking to the other one about wanting to meet yeah. the, the, the blues. blues. Yeah. Um, and thinking that they could get an in because of us, right? Yeah. Okay. I would, I would say, um, I don't think Missy had her mask on. At this point, because she took it off. Yeah, when she has she her mask off at this point. Yes. Does that do anything? Does that invoke um, any reaction? Let's see. That uh, this roguish person, whose name is possibly Vanny, um, but also he will not respond to Vanny. He does not re- like recognize you, be- possibly because you have never 
met him before. You have only interacted with his friend, uh, the attractive bookkeep, and um, uh, so he wouldn't be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's cute violin girl. Uh, he just knows that cute violin girl exists. Love this. I just stand really intimidating and I like cross my arms similarly. Fuck are you doing? You're making I'm fun of me. I'm intimidating you. No, I'm an intim- I'm, I'm intimidating you. I'm intimidating you. Fuck off. Tell us what we want to know. You tell me. I'm not telling you shit. What? That doesn't make any sense. I'm not telling you shit till you tell me what's up. I Easy, would like help. to cast charm person. <laughs> okay. Uh. All right. Um. Do do that. Um, what kind of a save is that? A uh, wisdom save. Uh, oh, DC shit. seventeen. Yeah. All right. He he fights it, but y- your charm wins, and uh, this this person is charmed. But you, you can see they're struggling inside. They're like, don't fucking control me. <sighs> well, yes. Uh, because you are going to know anyway. I do want to know. To let you know that I did cast a charm spell on you, just because you will know anyway. Um, I hope that is okay, and we can still be friends afterwards. Um, but this does let us have a little more leeway, because that was not going to go anywhere. You two were going to fight this whole night, and we do not have time for that. Um, so, if you could just tell us what you're doing here, why you are chasing us... Uh, why it is important to you that we are being shady, as you say. Uh, just would like to know these things. Fucking fine. Okay. Also, why you? Why do you want to um, learn about the, the blues? Fuck, do you know about the blues? I'm. I asked you first. <laughs> You're not the one charming me. I would like it to be known when Missy charms someone, her eyes turn all black. Like whenever she does some kind of charm spell, it's just a beautiful deep black. I love it. Uh, and, and Missy would like to look back to Fren and just be like, can we get on with the question, please? Actually, I have a question if you don't mind, since everyone here seems to know what these blues are. Could someone explain it to me, since I'm the only one here who doesn't know? It is a color. <laughs> Again, Vanny is, uh, or this um, gruff man is arms crossed, still scowling, but eyes locked on Missy and her charm spell. So, but Missy hasn't asked him a direct question, so he's not saying anything. Oh, could you tell me what you are here for? <sighs> My friends dragged me here to investigate and figure out what the fuck was going on with this weird girl who left our village a while ago. And then after that, this fucking assassin person fucking escaped. And so after that happened, my friend closed up shop and we are chasing after the people who, I don't know, attacked the assassin. We're not really sure, but... I don't fucking know. I didn't read the, I didn't read the debriefing that Zeka did. It's fine. I didn't read that shit. No. Uh, could I? Is there a role I could do to see? I know they talked about a girl who left the village or something. They're not talking about me, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I think that that was you. Strange pe- uh, strange girl and people who came into, uh, his town, and 
incapacitated uh, random assassin person who uh, who then escaped. And after that happened, um, his friends came together and were like, well, this sucks. Um, we're going to go chase after the people who were able to defeat the weird assassin person because this is some weird shit and um, some shit's going down and we want to know what's up. So... Also, um, this, uh, the girl and her people who, I guess, defeated this fucking assassin lady. Apparently she has some connection to the blues, and she kept talking about it, so I don't know if it's actually true. I kind of think she's probably fucking lying, because, you know, you don't just, like, say that stuff that many times if it's true, you know? So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know, but... But Drin and Zekka are like, okay, we're gonna go find them. So here we fucking are. Well, if only we could help you find them. I wish that we could be of more help, but unfortunately we are not. Hey, hey, Imogen, can I can I roll something? Yeah. It, can I roll for for stupid? <laughs> Please roll for stupid. Okay. It's my favorite thing to roll. I got a 15. I think are I'm smart enough to not say anything. Okay. Because, because Rin was definitely like... I'm pretty sure that is us that he's talking about um, ah. in there in, in his brain. So he was he was half a mind to say it out loud, but he didn't. All right, I yeah, good catch. Good catch. I'm proud of you, Ren. <laughs> and I'm proud of you, Ren. Me? Well, I didn't do nothing. Both of you. Aw. Okay. Anyway, All sorry. Right, yeah, back also, to- we got the shopkeep's name. Wait, what? What was the Celeste. shopkeep? I'm I'm pretty sure that I'm 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 fairly sure the shopkeep's name is Dren. <gasps> Wait Dren. a minute! Dren. It's kind of like Ren! Oh, Are there extra N's and H's? It's D-R-Y-N-N. Cool. Okay. Yeah, but the, this man kind of just like zipped right through that, so you might- I don't know if- I don't know if you caught it. You probably caught it. That's fair. Can I roll to see if I caught it? You can certainly roll to see if you caught it. <laughs> okay, it's a 17! You caught it! Oh yes! <laughs> yeah. The, this person right. said Drin and Zekka. You already know Zekka is the dark-haired person with the robes uh, who's very excited about the blues. So it only it only tracks that Drin would be the other person, the uh, very attractive bookkeep person. We did it. All right, campaign over. Thank, thank you so much, Imogen. This is... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, come on! I'm just kidding. Um... <laughs> Anyway, well, unfortunately, and we cannot help you find them. Uh, what? Are, but we can keep an eye out for sure. Uh, is there? What are you want, hoping to do once you find them? It's whatever. We're just a. We're trying to do fucking good in the world, but we're all from this stupid town, stupid tiny little place. Not a lot of chances to you know, be adventurers or whatever. So this was our chance to finally fucking join in with someone with connections who can get us places. Oh. Fucking help people. So it is your, your plan to help them. Is that correct? Yes. Lovely. Uh, Missy is going to give a look to Ren, see if it's like... Is it a nod, tell them, or is it like, no, we should keep it secret? Ren is attempting to decipher what that look might mean. 
uh, for a good solid 15 seconds. Um, and then I think looks over to Dove and is like to try and figure out what it means and then looks back to Missy and just kind of shrugs. Dove is sitting here just trying to uh, interpret what exactly is going on. Okay, well then I guess uh, I guess that it is okay to tell you then. Well, no need to look anymore because you have found him. Hello, I am the mystical Missy Maverick. So nice to meet you. I'm sorry to put you under my charm. Oh, and this giant vine mass is Dora. A fucking course. I'm Ren. Hi. He's Ren. That's it. I don't have anything else. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's. I don't know. Are you gonna be joining our group? Who the fuck are you? Now? Sparkly person. Me? Oh, I'm. I'm. I'm Princess Dove Brightwing. Of course. Fuck. Does that? Am I supposed to fucking know you? Okay, no need to be rude. We do not need to be rude. I'll be rude if I fucking want to. No, you I'm won't. Just, you are I'm, under my charm. I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing that this is just a defense mechanism. I think it is as well. Sometimes my defense mechanisms come out. You're right. I think they need a much softer person to balance them out. Uh, it seems like they have that, though. They they are definitely definitely in love. It's very cute. Very cute. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Stop psychoanalyzing me when you're in my head. Okay, so, like, what's happening? <laughs> well, you see, Zeka and I grew up together. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna just veto oh, that okay. right now. Oh, um, I was excited. I wasn't expecting you to actually... <laughs> That's good to know. That's helpful, pertinent information for the future. But like, first of all, where is your friend? And also the the shopkeeper. Did you did you say their name was their their name was Dren 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 like like Dren the D. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> am I still fucking charmed? I'm just wondering. Like, has anyone ever told you that it's kind of talking to a brick wall with you? He just, I'm just gl- wondering. He just glares directly at you. Like a br- much have like told a brick me wall. That before. Yeah, I think that's a yes. Um, and to enter your question, you are charmed for about an hour, unless I decide otherwise. Fuck. It's understandable. Well, um, Miss is very charming. Oh, stop! Stop! Not my type. You don't need to stop. I enjoy it. I mean, it's li- it's just literally true. You you charm people because you have spells that charm much, people. Though. Thank okay. you, Red. I appreciate you. I'm not. It's okay. so sweet. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Missy is going to go to this person and just say, Well, you know, I don't have to keep you charmed. Do I have your promise that you are not going to turn us in or do anything shady or try to attack us or any of those things? If you're who you say you are, I have no reason to get you in trouble. All I, I want to do is you- tell my friends... That I found you. Okay. Well, then let's go tell them together. And I think Missy will drop the charm. Yeah. Um, this uh, person um, exhales like, <sighs> I fucking hated that. I know. Everybody does. I don't like you. Oh, yes, you do. I know that's not true. <laughs> I don't like you. This is what we were talking so, about, about the like, yeah. being difficult and hard to work with and brick wall. I think he just needs time. He'll he'll get he'll get right. Like, I fucking hear you. I know. 
<sighs> okay, so just just as a heads up, um, this is something I had to learn as a very well-seasoned adventurer. You do need to learn how to talk to people better. I understand that that's not, like, the prerogative for adventuring, but trust me, I hit some, some, some tough, tough challenges. He starts walking away. Um, when I first- <laughs> Where are you going? Fuck off. Bye. Okay. So, now, now what? We've gathered um, let me two some. new friends. Maybe three. <laughs> We're gathering information. Alright. Are we going to- set anything on fire? I don't um, know what our, actually, our job is. As you're watching this um, roguish figure uh, start to walk away, start to sneak their way toward the the servant's entrance that you walked through, um, you hear a little tumbling coming from uh, actually outside of the main entrance to the library. A, sort of a shuffling, a kind of a, like something dro- someone dropped something out of there. And you, you probably freeze in place, thinking, oh, shit, they're gonna catch us. I mean, I, I have, like, lightning door, but if that's just some random person, then I could actually kill them with that. So <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. I have Misty Step. I have Dimension I step- Door. No, you gotta save that. Um, I have Invisibility. I could... Well, I could I could misty step and just, you know, uh, convince this person through my sheer intimidating mass to uh, join us in the library to make sure they haven't heard anything that they weren't supposed to. Okay, Missy will follow after Ren's misty step, just to and probably listen through the door just in case things go down. She can jump in and fight in case there's a fight. All right, so Ren, are you misty stepping outside of the room? Misty stepping yes. through the wall. Oh, actually, I don't know if I can, because it's teleport up to uh, an unoccupied space I can see. Oh, yeah, you can't see it. Um, darn. Um. Fuck it, I'll try. Uh, I would like to cast sleep. Maybe they're just a normal person. Do you need to be able to see someone or know that a person exists in order to cast that on them? Because all you did was you heard a clattering. doesn't say I have to know where they are or see them. Okay, so you could potentially choose, um, like, the edge of the wall, and if a person on the other side of that wall is within 20 feet, then they could be affected. Okay, or, hear me out, I open the door real quickly, I grab the person by the lapel, and I just pull them inside and shut the door. Well, let's do both, why not? Cool, and then we'll see who it is. If we need to put them to sleep, then we can. Perfect. I'm going to cast it on the place that I thought the noise was coming from. If you need me to roll a check for that, I can totally do that for you. Yes, go ahead and roll, um, perception. Oh, hell yes! Uh, that is a 24. Alright. Yeah, you, you're able to pinpoint, uh, that it's coming from the or just past the corner of the room, the far corner. So All right. you know where to aim. So that is 5d8, um, and I have to get up to their total hit points. Uh, 15, not very high. Yeah, that's um, that does nothing. Um, 
I'm just gonna, I'm gonna open the door and just pull it. Yeah, I believe they are now aware that someone has tried to cast something on them. I believe that's up to you. It doesn't, it doesn't say anything about them being notified in the spell, so I believe that's up to you. Okay, then it is up to me, and you don't know whether or not they know. But Ren, real quick, like, open up those doors, the double doors to the main entrance to the library. Let's do a dex check to see how quickly you're able to do that. Uh, that is a 21. You're quite quick. Um, I'm quite quick. You're, you're, you're quite quick. I'm pretty speedy. Very much so. You know, and also very tall and intimidating. Very much. So, Ren, you um, burst through these doors and to your uh, left toward a very grand spiral staircase in the corner, you see a woman in a deep red gown with auburn hair and sharp features. You see Chancelloress Cain. She is clutching something. Uh, some strange, you don't, you, you don't really know what it is, some object in her arms and she was starting up the spiral staircase when you burst out from behind her and she turns around and is startled. I'm gonna try and just like from from quick thinking I'm gonna try and convince her that I've caught her doing something she shouldn't because um, I can't imagine why else she would be here. <coughs> what are you um, doing here? <laughs> What are you doing what here? What are you doing here? I You should know. not have that. I, I look at whatever it is and that's You don't it, know what that. this is. Uh, what are you, you, yeah, you Yes this, I do. This part of the castle is off limits to guests. It's also off limits to ch- chancelloresses. This is not your castle. You know that. I What are you doing? Um I was given express I'll tell permission. On you. No, I don't think you're you not were. going to. Um make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-oh. That's a three? <sighs> Alright, with a three, you are charmed. This person probably knows what they're doing. They're probably allowed to be here. They're pretty. That makes sense. Yeah, they, they probably know what they're doing. Um, I like your dress. Could, mm-hmm. uh, could Missy come out and say something? Or do something? Is she able to interact? Uh, yeah. Uh... You, uh, you just watched Ren burst out of the doors, and Ren hasn't come back in a few seconds, and you definitely heard some talking. Okay, um, so I put on my mask again, uh, because I would like to be sneaky. Oh, hey, how, how are you doing? Oh, hello. Uh, is there a problem out here? Is there something going on? No, I think the Chancellor probably knows what she's doing. Oh, probably. Uh, what is that that you are holding, though? That is none of your business. Okay. So that means it's something you're not supposed to have? I have every right to have this. It is none of your business to know what or why or... Again, you're not supposed to be here. You shouldn't be here, and I should be calling some guards. But you're not? Is that because you have something that would incriminate you as I would as like well? for you to stop talking. I would like for you to tell me the truth. I... Um, can I also make an appearance? Yeah, you certainly can. Dalv would like to, uh, make herself known and go, Oh, uh, Chancelloress, it's a pleasure to see you. Of course, um, Princess Brightwing. May I ask what you're doing outside of the ballroom? 
I mean, even guests of your station really are not permitted to enter the rest of the castle. Oh, I know. I, I apologize, really. I just... I just need a little break from the, all of the festivities and the people, and I just made some lovely new friends that I thought, um, I thought it would be nice to have a little conversation to the side, to discuss, you know, smaller social things, you know, how those can be so charming sometimes, you know, the commoners and whatnot. She's going to make an insight check. Missy jerks so harshly when you say commoner, referring to her. With a 22 insight check, what does she... Okay, yeah, I just received that little note that you sent over to me via Brightfeather. So with her 22 insight, she catches that. Of course, interesting. I trust that you will keep yourselves to yourselves and rejoin the festivities. And uh, this chance encounter never happened. Of course. I mean... You know me, I would never get into any trouble. Never. Can I make an insight check on this interaction? Because I do not trust it that much. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Fuck! It's not high enough, I already know. I probably can't because I'm charmed, right? You're charmed, yeah. She's still holding that concentration. Will I be able to make it with disadvantage? Uh, yeah, you can try. I'll allow it. I'll try it out. That's a six. Nice. You are so charmed. Myra, I swear to God, if your character ends up being evil, I'm going to be so mad at you. She's like double, triple crossing, I bet. I didn't even so know that was an option which in the which. game. I thought we were all on the same side. Oh, don't. Oh, that's such I want to roll an IRL insight check on Myra. Bullshit excuse. I didn't know how to play. I didn't okay, know how to play. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe you. Didn't I just get us all out of trouble? You're welcome. For now. Maybe. For all we know, though. What was that letter you gave Brightfeather? That was a mighty suspicious letter. But it got us all out of trouble, so you're welcome. Yeah, you don't need to worry about that. Brightfeather is an unbiased third party who's just here to help transmit messages. Brightfeather, you come over here. <laughs> I feel like this is the issue when we're playing with um, three serps. In one room. Oh, I feel yeah. like that's the max level of serps that should be playing a D&D game. That's a lot of serps, yeah. It's a lot of serps. You gotta balance serps. it out. Yeah, I miss, really I miss Louisa. I miss Louisa. Alright. Um, well, I guess I have no reason to not believe this shit. So... Dov, did you roll a persuasion or did I just go by insight? Can I have you roll a persuasion? I got that... Uh, Chancellor's Kane caught your signal, but I don't know if she's persuaded to leave you behind. Mm. I did not rule a persuasion, but I can. Yeah, I think I'm gonna need a persuasion. That is a 19? Yeah, with a 19, I'd say she'll be like, Right, of course. Princess, trust that you will return uh, your guests to the ballroom post-haste uh, as this section of the castle is still significantly off-limits. Of course. Of course. We will absolutely make sure to make an appearance before the end of the night, so that you know nothing is amiss. Of course. And I will be about my business for the Lord Steward. As you will. Bye now. Goodbye. She does not turn to leave. She's waiting for you to leave. Quick question. 
Is that is that grumpy grumpy man still hiding in the library? He is hiding and he is listening, but you don't know that for sure. But That's you can fair. you can imagine. He's okay. a sneaky boy. Cool. Am I still charmed? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. She seems real reasonable. I think we should just yeah, should just head out. Also, I don't remember if I said, but I really like your dress. It's nice. She nods in acknowledgement. Still waiting for you all to leave. I turn to the others because I can't make a decision for myself right now because I'm once again charmed by a woman. What? I mean, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait, are you ever not? Huh? What? Huh? So, she's holding something and it definitely seems like something she shouldn't be holding. Yeah, you, you definitely see it's... There's like... There's some wood and maybe like threads and maybe some plants in it. You're, you're really not sure. It's a weird little like, just like a bundle of herbs and you're, yeah. You is never, it a baby? You know, it is not a baby. It's a bundle of, of like sticks and twigs and stuff. You're really, so there it's are, weird. So there are plants in there though? Yes, they do not, they, they appear to be dried and uh, not living plants. Alright, I... I am going to go back, I'm going to go turn around, um, look at the group and go, okay, I guess there's nothing else we can do. I, I would like to go around the corner of the library and I would like to cast invisibility on myself. Okay. And then yeah. follow her wherever she's going. Yeah. All right. I'm going to see if she notices that. No, she's, yeah, she's just happy to get back to her business. So, um, I expect that uh, Dove and Ren retreat into the library or head back to the ballroom while uh, Missy surreptitiously casts invisibility on herself so as to follow Chancellor S. Kane. Alright, so, um, so Dove and Ren and also this gruff rogue man, uh, are you going back to the library or are you heading back to the ballroom? Well, we definitely should make an appearance in the ballroom before the end of the night, but if you'd like to go back to the library, I'm sure we could go back if you need to. Is there anything you'd like to learn in the library? Sorry, <clears throat> is there anything you'd like to learn in the library? Well, to be honest, um, the only thing I'd really like to learn is more about these bluesy people. Oh yeah, that's understandable. Would there be any, like, they're not, they're not old enough to have, like, books written about them yet. Oh, the blues? Yeah. They certainly have books written about them. They are. They're. 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 I couldn't remember. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you are. You're fanboys and fangirls. <gasps> right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. You've. You've read their graphic scrolls. Um. They're incredible. Yes. Their main. Um, their main like adventure. Adventure back when they were a fancy adventuring party. Um. Those are all well-known tales. Um. It's their recent exploits of after. After their big campaign uh, when they formed a sort of an underground uh, international non-governmental organization. Conglomerate. Sure, conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's those exploits of their more sneaky and uh, underhanded, but also for the good of peace and the world and humanoid rights. Um, it's uh, those recent things that are on, on the hush, on the hush-hush. Uh, are gotcha. not, not well known. 
So I think I give, like, as, as we're getting back into the library, um, I give kind of like a rundown of some of the bigger adventures, exploits, and I do think at some point Bren's like, I'm actually kind of surprised you haven't heard of them. They're, they're kind of popular, like they have, you know, graphic scrolls and they have like all sorts of books written about them. But it's, it's more so like the other stuff that they're doing like after they did their like big bad adventure that's like more like hush hush, you know? Oh, I, I don't really know much about adventures or anything. I'm, I'm kind of more of a geography. More of a princess. Yes. That's fair. I don't know what I would do if I was a princess because I like adventuring. So, well, I I think you would look very lovely in a princess gown. Oh. Thank you. I never thought about it that way. I mean, I think everyone looks beautiful in sparkles. I think sparkles are are less my thing. Um I prefer like the dark clothes and sparkles kind of like stick to them a lot. Like Missy while we were traveling, she had a whole like sparkle phase and like you couldn't get that out of your out of your bedroll for weeks. There's nothing wrong with sparkles. You can be an adventurer and have sparkles too, I, I suppose. Um, Ren is just looking, looking at um, at Dove, trying to make her her frown go away, because she started frowning. <laughs> well, so you're you're part of these these blues people now? Oh, I mean, like, mm, that's more of a messy question. I kind of just go where where we end up going and. Oftentimes, like that would be super cool, but I don't know if I could like technically consider myself like a part. I mean, if you if you were the one who was saying it, that was like saying that we were a part of, it's just like it cont- it continues. Um, she she cuts you off and she goes, so whether or not you're part of the blues, you're not sure, but the blues are working against the faction. Yes. Um, I mean that's a strong word. I think they're just trying to work for the betterment of people. Can I roll an insight check? Roll an insight check. Uh, Dove, you can roll a uh, deception or persuasion, whatever it is that you feel fits best with what you're saying. Uh, that is a 28. Okay, well, my issue is I have a natural 20. So, but what was I doing? I was doing insight? Yeah, insight. So that is just a 20. Okay, but blood it's eats natural. a nat 20, and I do like to honor a nat 20. So... But also, you rolled pretty high, Dove. So, Ren, you glean that something is up. Dove's motivations are very unclear. But while you're doing that, you're also feeling the Charm Person spell is slowly fading as um, its caster not only gets further away, but starts concentrating on other things. Myra, I swear to God. I swear to God, Myra. So, we've walked into the library, right? Yeah, you're in the library. Have we seen that grumpy person at all? At all? Yeah, um, they are still chilling in the corner, arms crossed, grumpy, scowling. Okay. So I have kind of a silly thing, and Imogen, you can tell me if it, if it would be silly, but we presumably got the idea from the conversation that Banny had with uh, his friend uh, that they knew some stuff about the blues. And since I am canonically a fan of the blues, what if I theoretically said out loud to Vanny, Oh, this reminds me of uh, a chapter in one of the, the graphic scrolls that I read about uh, insert character here, um, trying to let Vanny know that something's kind of off about this. Like, maybe a person that might be a double-crosser, but you're not quite sure, kind of 
character thing. Yeah, uh, that is brilliant. Um, yeah, you might say, oh yeah, this reminds me of uh, when when Ted and Gable were uh, investigating that um, that cobbler, uh, the royal cobbler of that of the kingdom of. Kingdom, shite. I shouldn't go into it thinking I'm gonna come up with something. Oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, I got you it. got it. You got it. Oh, hey, you're a fan of, you're a fan of um, the blues. This kind of, this whole scenario kind of reminds me of uh, when, when Gable and Ten were investigating that 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 cobbler and the the business practice and, uh, what was it? It was like um, Pen- Penson, the kingdom of Penson, right? Yeah, it was Penson. Right, it was technically, right. Um, it, it wasn't actually a kingdom at that point, it was an empire. Right, of course. Um, the empire of Penson. Um, but you remember what, what, like, the whole deal with the cobbler, and then there was that, you know, the, the person that joined them on the journey for that? What happened? He's gonna do an insight. He knows. Since we're in a library. He knows. What? He knows what okay. you're implying. Since we're in a library, you know, I'm just thinking like books and I was thinking about my favorite, you know, graphic scrolls that I've definitely read. Um, yeah. Because I have a, a couple in my my book bag. Um, yeah. Actually, uh, real quick, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Are you guys cool here? I'm gonna just run to the bathroom really quick. Do you know where the bathroom is? No. Or, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that would be a good idea to let you look for a bathroom. Just, I mean. Why? I'll just sneak. Are you sure you're capable of that? I look to, uh, Vanny. Vanny, uh, shoes you away. Trusting that you have a plan. Perhaps ill-advisedly. That's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Ren, you're off to uh, the bathroom, leaving- I'm gonna attempt yeah. to get through there, and the second I shut the door, I'm gonna try and lock it. Alright, so- it's so that leaves Vanny and Dove locked in the library. Okay, okay. I just don't trust you anymore. Why, Myra? You... I think you're playing someone bad. No, okay, never mind. I thought I'll, I was doing I'll, a I'll good job myself, but that's okay. No, you're doing great. You're doing uh, great. I, get it. I just don't you're trust your character. You're playing someone bad. You're saying you're playing someone well. I see. I see your joke. Oh, I didn't get that at all. Um. No, it's okay. I'll just I'll skip that part. Um, I'm just gonna try to get far enough away that I can. <sighs> it's only a hundred feet. Do you think, uh, um, Missy would be more than a hundred feet away by now, right? Um, I mean, she's uh she traveled up the spiral staircase, so that's less than a hundred feet up. She could be within a hundred feet, um, depending on where she is in the story above you. I'd say that would be a roll to see if it's 100 feet. Oh, it's 120 feet, but I'm just, I, what I have to do is I'm going to try and message Missy. Um, oh. So I'm going to have to like point very generally towards where I hope Missy is. Okay, yeah. I'd say it's worth um, a shot. Okay. Should What what should I roll for that? Should I roll like a, a D, D4, D8? Well, trying yeah. to see if I get close? I'll roll a D20 uh, with Insight or perception for determining where where Missy might be. That's a solid plus zero on both of those. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and use my bardic inspiration okay, with it, yeah. just in case. I mean, yeah, roll roll the d20 first, and then 
We'll see if you need it. You're not gonna believe me, but that's a natural 20. You just have an inner compass that guides you to Missy. And uh, you know exactly where to aim your message spell. Perfect. I think it's because I, I like... She has such a distinct voice yeah. that I can hear the it music. like in my dreams sometimes. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, Missy Maverick, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It sticks cool. with you. So I think I say just real quick um, while the door is shut. Uh, I haven't like locked it or anything. I'm just like, I've stepped out into the hallway. Um, I say, Missy, I don't know if we can trust Dove. Something's happening. I don't. What do we do? She's definitely got something else going on. I can't quite read her. You can reply to this message. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Okay, perfect. Then Missy will respond saying, I know I got very sim similar feelings about it when they interacted with the Chancellor. I am currently en route to find out more information from the Chancellor. You will know if I get in trouble and Make sure that you keep her close, but do not inform her of anything else. I think I say again as a message, she was asking a lot about the blues, and then when she specifically asked me to reiterate if the blues were going against the faction, that's when I started to get nervous. So all I said was, um, they're just for the people, just trying to help people. Should we try and follow you? But like farther behind, just in case. Would I know if I, at this point from following if I was going to be in the same location for a long time? Well, um, I, I'd say this is a good time to cut to what Missy is doing. Perfect. This can answer my. We can answer afterwards. Yeah, because uh, it's not. Yeah, it's not a long journey. So, I also forgot to mention, I'm so sorry to yeah. interrupt, um, before I turned invisible, uh, Dora did shrink down and went ah. back into my pocket, so they very are invisible good. with me. Alright, wonderful. I, was, I, I should have asked, but yes, very good. Alright, um, Missy, you invisibly um, stride up pa um, after Chancelloress Kane up the spiral staircase, and you come to a wide hallway with doors on many sides. There on your uh, left are what appear to be several smaller rooms and on your right are two much fancier doors closer to each other without any other doors on those walls. The Chancelloress sneaks, um, she's not being overly sneaky but she definitely isn't supposed to be there. She uh, turns and takes the second door on the right, one of the larger, fancier doors. You see she actually whispers a little incantation and uh, holds her hand to the door before hearing the lock click, and she opens it. She goes into a little uh, entryway to a very fancy and heavily ornamented set of apartments. This is likely where somebody very fancy and very important lives. You follow her into that entryway, into the doorway toward a very large bed, a four-poster bed, uh, with deep red bedding and fancy carvings everywhere. Uh, she is looking around, 
shiftily or shifty like. She approaches the bed, uh, looks under it, and she wiggles her hand under the mattress, lifting it up, and then she takes the thing that she was holding and she slips it under there. She lays her hand on it as she puts the mattress back down and she whispers another incantation with her eyes slightly glowing. Can I roll an arcana check to you see if I know what spell is? Yeah, roll arcana. 22. Alright, yeah, with a 22, this is a very interesting approach at a higher level spell. You haven't seen it performed like this. You haven't seen this spell in person before, probably, but you may have read about it. it she's implanting a spell into a into this little weird bundle of twigs, this like hex-like charm, and implanting it under the bed to affect whoever sleeps there. And you recognize the spell as Gaius. The wording is, you place a magical command on a creature that you can see within range, or with this weird little charm hex uh, bundle, um, forcing it to carry out some service or refrain from some action or course of activity as you decide. If the creature can understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by you for the duration. While the creature is charmed by you, it takes 5d10 psychic damage each time it acts in a manner directly counter to your instructions, but no more than once each day. A creature that can't understand you is not affected by the spell. Uh, you can end the spell early by using an action to dismiss it, a remove curse, or a greater restoration, or a wish that will end it. Uh, when you cast the spell using a slot of 7th or 8th level, the duration is one year. When it's 9th level, the spell lasts until ended by one of the spells mentioned above. Shit. So, would this be the time that Ren was messaging me, possibly? I think so. I think the timing works out. Wonderful. Then I'm definitely going to add in, Rin, this is getting very bad. They are casting the Gaia spell. And I don't know if you know what that is, but it basically means total control. That is not good. Um, okay, cool. Super not good. I don't know what that means. Could I possibly roll a insight or perception check to see if I can tell whose room this is? Uh, yes, go ahead, roll, um, roll insight. I have not been rolling well for insight, mate. That is a 13. Uh, yeah, I th- I'd say that you probably can't at the moment. Right now, all you glean is that this is someone very fancy, uh, who lives in the castle. It's, that's a, that's a large bed. These are fancy decorations. Fancy, fancy person. So, um... Missy, you are invisible, watching uh, Chancellor S. Kane cast this chaos spell in this fancy, fancy room. What are you, what are you gonna do? Do I know if removing the spell, like removing the components and everything after she leaves, will that have any negative effects on me? And or would that have? Would there be something defending it from me taking it, removing it, or do I need to stop it while she's casting? Uh, roll an Arcana check. Um, just twelve. All right, with the twelve, you don't know. You haven't seen a, uh, this spell cast in this manner before. It's a very interesting technique she's using. Uh, so I don't really, yeah, you, you don't really know. Before I make a decision, can I roll an insight check on her to see if this is a 
good thing Sure, bad certainly, thing. you can roll. Okay, alright, that's pro- probably my best insect so far today. Um, that is a 21. Okay, yeah, um, I mean, she's trying to control someone, clearly someone with a lot of power, um, or influence, um, and if she's going to these lengths, um, and getting utter control in this sneaky manner, it's probably not ideal. It's probably not in a great humanitarian effort. It's probably not great. Um, I have a crazy idea. While she is... So I have two new spells that I'm very excited to try, but... Um, would this mattress exceed what I can carry? Ooh, mattresses can be very heavy, and you are very dainty, but I will roll for mattress. Maybe it's like a very light It's not. It's, um, slightly above average, uh, mattress weight, um, and again, it is enormous. Uh, I am going to... I'm going to go up, I'm going to grab the materials that she's using this on while she's still casting the spell. I'm going to, to Dimension Door back to the library. Alright, yeah, roll a um, dexterity check in order to get past her and uh, be that sneaky and do it all quick-like. Because she's right okay. there. Would that just be a regular dexterity saving throw? Um, yes, a dexterity... A dexterity check, not a save and throw. Um, that is a 14. Ooh, no, she clings on to it. Uh, so you re- uh, you try to wrestle the, the hex away from Chancellor's cane. She grips on it. She's now aware that some spooky invisible thing is trying to wrestle that away from her. What the hell? Uh, what do you think you're doing? I am going to use my Necrotic Shroud ability. Alright. And so, once per long rest as an action, I can transform, causing all within ten feet to make a charisma saving throw or be frightened until the end of my next turn. Alright, she's going to make a charisma saving throw. Oh no. Let's get her stats. I hope that's a oh no against her. Uh, yeah, that's a, um, that's a twelve. Hell yeah. So, I, in my mind, she... She's still invisible, but the room starts to darken around where she is, and then, like, there are, like, dark wings that are flutter in every now and then. It's just a, like, what do you think you're doing here? Uh, This is not okay. What? No. Oh, no. Um, I knew you were out to no good. The gaze fell of all things. She is, um, frozen in fear, her grip on the thing softens and her hands drop to her sides, then up as, you know, gesture of trying to protect herself. Admit it. Admit it. Who were you trying to control? Could I do a persuasion roll to counter? Yes, you can do a persuasion roll. Just do no, just a regular wisdom to see if she can keep her mouth shut. That is a dirty 20. Alright, she only got an 18. This is the Lord Steward. But Stuart, of all things, um, at this point, uh, I believe that Missy will grab back onto the 
spell now that she's re- released it and just say, interesting, and Dimension Door out there. Shit. Is what you hear as you Dimension Door um, almost uh, direct downward and a little bit to the side in order to uh, return to the library uh, where Vanny and Dove are chilling and uh, Ren is outside the door. Um, uh, as far as we know, looking for the bathroom. And you appear probably still in this kind of scary form, but it's probably fading as your concentration is more on the dimension door right now. But it is spooky. I don't know if that makes sense mechanically, but I want it to happen. I appreciate it. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, Yeah, so she appears in a shroud of darkness and it fading away. Um, Is Ren in the room currently, or Ren went outside the door? Ren, have you returned to the room after your message? I think so, yeah. I think he probably came in and was just like too confusing. It's confined to the bathroom. Holy shit! Oh, are you. What? You good? That's... Okay, it is very much time to go. The Chancellor is trying to control Lord Stewart, and I think it is time to go. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Sure. That's. Sure. Vanny is in the corner, like. <sighs> Of course, you're just going around causing trouble. Causing trouble? I just saved the chat. What? I just went to look Whatever. Into all of this trouble. You need to calm down or I will charm you again, okay? Whatever. Oh, all right. So we're just we're just up and leaving. You just stop that from happening. What? What's Dove looking like right yeah, now? What's Dove, yeah, what's Dove up to? Yes, what's Dove looking like? Oh, well, once the door was shut, she just decided to take a seat and wait. And then that's when... I remember, this furniture looks like it would be comfy, but it is not. Dove is used mm. to that by now. Yeah, I figured. Now, Dove, have you not been truthful with us? Of course I've been. That kind of sounds like you haven't been. I don't understand how a straightforward answer could sound the opposite of what was said. I don't either, but you're giving me weird vibes. Okay, well, listen, I'm just looking for a way to be involved in something that would help. Help what? People. Commoners. I mean, they live such unfortunate lives already. Insight check. I don't trust you, Myra. Why, you don't think I'd ever want to help commoners? That's kind of rude. You're so suspicious! You sound suspicious, Myra! Come on! Maybe it's just because I'm a serpentine. No, it's because I roll your perception or deception, whatever you think is correct, Myra. Um, so Missy is fighting a lot with old feelings, and starts to go, "Oh, maybe, maybe she is trying to help." Because she rolled a natural one. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought that's where you were heading with that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, I rolled a twenty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can can I roll one more time and try my best? You can try your best, Ren. Okay, I'll do my best. I think it would only work if it was a natural 20 because I'm you trying still... to do insight. Yeah, you I still have uh, <gasps> You still have inspiration. I still have inspiration. Ah. Okay, okay. That's 14 plus... You could get it. You could higher. beat this. I could do it. That's a 7. That's okay, okay, give me the deets. All right. Tell me everything. Alright, um... Tell me your secrets, Myra. Yeah, um... Dove is not telling the truth, is what you get. 
You're not telling the truth. That's what you get. Is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> I would know things. Um, I'm I'm very insightful, so I can tell you're not telling the truth. Vanny is in the corner. Uh, he's he's scowling and suspicious, but he did not roll quite high enough. All right, fine. I don't care about commoners. I just want I just want to do better than my brother. I don't like him. He's an asshole. I mean, if if you just want to do better than your brother, that's not like hard. The the bar is low. Well, exactly. That's why I'm not trying very hard, am I? I don't want to start a revolution. I just like to mildly be part of one. Like, like financially compensate? Sure. For a revolution? I mean, we we could make that happen. Should there be a revolution? But you, so you did know, you did know about the plan. You did know that they were going to try to control Lord Stewart. I wasn't quite sure of what exactly their plans were. I knew some- I mean, at every gathering, something is due to happen. There's no gathering for no reason. You'd be bored all the time. So, what's- what's the Chancellor's take on this? Like, what- where- where does the Chancellor's- sorry, the Chancelloress stand? Oh, she's solidly, uh, on the side of- of the faction. Gotcha. So, well, this uh, you're um, having this lovely interrogation with our sweet, sparkly, glittery dove. Um, the main entrance to the library bursts open, and in walks a beautiful woman in her forties with long, dark hair and a blue gown, and you recognize this is a Lady Pia Dunn. Uh, the Lord Steward's wife and the Lady of Eep. She waltzes in and says, What are you doing in my castle? What are you doing in my swamp? (laughs) (laughs) It's that energy, yeah. (laughs) Remember when Louisa had us all watch Shrek? I miss Louisa. I miss Louisa. That was it was a good movie. It's good, yeah. Um, I would like. I would like to. Missy will say, "We are trying to protect your husband and yourself." These I people think are I'm trying quite to quite do... capable of protecting him myself. Thank you very much. Now, please exit my castle. Did you know a spell was going to be put on him tonight? I am capable of protecting him myself. Thank you very much. Insight check. Yeah, Celeste, you can go ahead and make an insight check. That is a 18. Alright. She seems to just be... She seems to be telling the truth. She just is not comfortable with you, with these random guests in her castle, outside of the designated guest areas, spouting all these strange things about, about plots and whatnot. I would offer my own two cents, but I don't know what's happening, and also I should not talk because I have a negative one charisma modifier. Yes, I was able to glean that. She says out loud to your inner. That monologue. makes sense. That makes <laughs> no, no. That makes she sense. She does it. She does it. <laughs> Perhaps we should go ahead, make our exit. Princess Brightwing, I would have thought better of you. I know this behavior is strange for me. 
I was just feeling a little overwhelmed from all the company tonight, so I made some new friends, and I was just hoping to get to know them better in a more private, quieter atmosphere. I do apologize. I, I hope, I hope you are not you are not too offended at my um, invading of your privacy, but I, I do believe that I am um, quite offended. I do hope you will keep better friends in the future. Well, my humblest apologies. Uh, I think I have learned my lesson, and perhaps we should be exiting out. Um, the way we came, the public entrance, of course. Leave everything behind if you took anything. So you're not even gonna, like, listen to the, the whole, like, plot against trying I'm to command your husband? I'm perfectly aware of what is going on in my castle. Missy. Missy you're welcome. Missy will will just inter- interject and say, well, we did not take anything, so we will go. She's going to do an insight check. Would you like to do a deception check? Hell yeah, I would. Ren is going to stay delightfully silent uh, in hopes of passing under the radar. That is a 24. All right. She eyes you suspiciously, but and uh, she's about to relent uh, when she sees the strange bundle of sticks and leaves and strange strings and such in your arms. What is that doing with you? I told you. I, to- I literally just told you. I stopped Chancellor S. Kane from putting a gay spell on your husband. This was going to be in his bed. I can handle that myself. I'll be taking that from you. Don't worry. I will dispose of it myself. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I whispered, do you want to bluff or should I? I don't think that's the lady. Tell her it's a baby. What is it with you and thinking things are babies, Myra? I don't know. They just is the first thing that comes to my mind when someone's holding some kind of bundle and keeping a secret. A secret baby? Okay, okay. You know what? I, I, I'm i not in charge of where your mind goes, so okay. Francis is strange land. Oh, yeah. I suppose so. You do have a different perspective than the rest of us. So, Missy is definitely going to say, Don't worry, I will dispose of it myself. I do not trust it in any other hands. I do not trust something so powerful in the hands of someone who I have caught sneaking around in my castle. You know, I I don't think your disguise is as good as you think it is. What are you on about? I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Chancellor... Just at that time, a shuffling is heard from behind the doors. The the lady had uh, burst in through the doors to confront you, and then but then behind her, a woman in a red dress shuffles in in a panic. Oh. <laughs> my lady, my lady, I don't know where they went. <laughs> and she locks eyes and sees the bundle. My lady. You know what? That's on me. That's on me. I really thought. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, I shot, I, I took a shot, and it was... Yeah, that would have been good. I really did consider, like, it, oh, should I... It could have been I, cool. Should I, it could have been a cool, yeah. But it wasn't because it didn't happen. It no, it's okay. Happen, but it, it would have been cool. <laughs> so once again, Ren is just weird. That's, That's fine. Right. And super normal love that for anyone for named that. Ren. Yeah. So yeah, Chancellor S. Kane bursts in, in a panic, in a frenzy, still quite a scared locks eyes with with Missy, though Missy is not in her uh, scary form, but still recognizable, holding the hex bundle. That's it. Um, that's her. That's her. 
milady. We've been compromised. It sounds like this isn't any of our business, so I think we'll just you know, head out. Right. Oh, I'm afraid I cannot allow you to leave. Ooh. Now that you know that much. Before you continue, I just have one thing to say. I just have one thing to do. It's all going to be good. Don't worry. We will hand you the bundle. I fully do not trust you. Don't worry. We are going to give you the chaos. It's okay. First off, uh, then I have one thing to say. Dimension door. And they are going to pop out of the room. Uh, she will be taking Ren with her and the bundle. And Bye, Dove. I have, I have a 500 foot radius. To be fair, Dove was kind of just like, Dove can get out of this. Yeah. Because, you know. I'm still not sure Dove is good. <laughs> I don't know. It, it seemed a little back and forthy. Yeah, Myra, I'm sorry. I definitely intentionally excluded you because I don't <laughs> trust you. You just left me there. <laughs> You'll be fine. Maybe. You were trying to help control an important party and just for shits and giggles. That's not exactly a reason to trust someone. All right, so... like my brother. <laughs> that, you just keep saying that. That doesn't mean you're not okay well, to with... To be fair, I'm an only sibling. I don't really know what else to say about a brother. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um. So, yes, I, I dimensioned all with Ren. And we and pop into... And the bundle. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, if possible, I'd love to teleport in front of the castle. Yeah. I'd say you are uh, certainly able to do that uh, toward the castle entrance. Um, yeah, that's just uh, I, probably about 500 feet south or so. Um, yeah. And you're at the path leading up to the entrance to the castle with Ren. You are no longer within the castle, and you can go about trying to make an escape, I suppose. Okay, then. Should we try to escape, or do we te- do we warn the do we I don't warn know. The I don't know enough about all these rich people, but I feel like I do feel bad about those those dudes and, and their bookkeeper friend. Should we warn them somehow to get them to get out if they're, like, kind of on the side and they want to, like, join up? Wait, uh, can you still do that thing that you did to to communicate with me? It's up to 120 feet, but I can certainly try. How, we... how far can we see the dance floor from here? You can, uh, I would say if you, if you're not, if you're just dimension dooring, like right to the outside of the solar lounge area, uh, right in front of those arced windows, um, you can probably see through the solar toward the doors uh, to the library. You cannot see into the ballroom, but you know you do know that Vanny was in the library last you saw him, so you could potentially, you could try to message him. Um, what, what's the last place, like, do we have a place that we've been kind of using as our base of operations? So, because I can't remember the name. Um, not really, uh, not really a base. Um, your last, uh, your last mission was in Buibuar, where you met the attractive bookkeep, and since then you've just been traveling toward the Kingdom of Eep for your next mission. You haven't really had a, a solid headquarters in a while. Okay, um, so if we've been traveling to the Kingdom of, of Eep, I'll just... Though, um... uh, you did meet, uh, just on the outskirts of, uh, the Kingdom's capital to meet with Mutiny. 
So okay. you had a rendezvous so, point with okay. uh, with someone from the blues. So I think what I'll say is, um, I'm gonna try my best to message Vanny and say, here's your first adventure. Get out of there alive. Rendezvous point here. Gotcha. Um, let me see if he's within range. Oh, hell yes! He's within range, he hears that. Fuck off. But also, I'll bring them. Them, as, oh, like in, the pop- as in Drennan. Like Zeka. the hot bookkeep? What? Sorry. Drennan, Zeka. I'll bring them. The. Yeah, the bookkeep. Yes. Bring that one. Okay. Fuck off. Bye? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Wait, oh, sorry. Wait, All right, ren- cool. Ren- ren- so then I'm like, okay, um, you want me to say anything to Dove? Or do we not? How do we feel? I guess maybe we'll let's set up a different day to meet them. Like, we'll say, we'll say meet us at this po- this place it's in this like day. It's like speed, speed uh, yeah, interviews. Yeah, um, and then we can bring people just in case, just to... Interview. Yeah, just in case it's like a trap. Yes. Um, and a totally different rendezvous point. Um... I just, I think, um, Ren rattles off some sort of, like, random point in a forest that's, like, not super far off from the capital, but, like, enough that it's, like, not suspicious. And I think it tries to send a message just to say, if you actually want to help, meet us here at this point. If not, then you're the worst. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) A very reasonable (laughs) message. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's a little rude. Let's see if you can exit the castle grounds without being attacked by guards. Woohoo! Okay, one of the guards got a nat 20 and noticing you. Whoa. Um. Hey! Hey, look, it's Professor Iden is coming in to the room where we're doing this game. Professor Iden, would you like to play this guard? Oh, um. You would like me to play a guard? Yeah, you. so you just, um, you're guarding this castle uh, during this party, and these uh, two weird adventurer people kind of just appeared right outside, um, right on your uh, patrol route, and they look shady. Oh, okay, um, well, uh, I would say, um, uh, hello, can I assist you with anything? You seem a little lost. We're just heading out early to the party. Don't you worry. <clears throat> okay, well, have a good evening. Uh, drive safe. <laughs> and um, uh, please make sure that, that you get to your destination uh, safely. And um, if, you, if you end up needing directions, you can always come back and ask. Thank you so much. What, what's the nearest way uh, out of the garden so we're not taking up any more of your precious time? Oh, so just follow this brick path down, and then you can take a right, and that will take you straight out through the gates, and you should find the main road, and then, uh, you know, east is that one town, and then uh, west is the other. Awesome. Thank You've been so helpful. I press a gold into the guard's hand. Oh, oh thank you so much. That is very kind. No problem. Professor, you're great at this. Your improvisation <laughs> skills are amazing. Thank you so it's much. It's like you were born to improv. Yeah. I mean, I just try to be the most helpful guard I can be. You're very good at that. And so our, helpful. Our heroes make it out of the castle grounds successfully, and they start heading toward a rendezvous point where they will meet with a mysterious trio once they get there. Later that eve, 
Though probably more toward dawn. It's been a night. You find a rendezvous point that you sent toward Vanny. Vantor, if you will. And... You, I won't. You, he's gonna be <laughs> mad about it. I don't know him by any other name. I just heard Vanny. That's true, that's true. Um, so, Ren and uh, Missy, you make a little... A discreet little camp at your rendezvous point. You hear very, um, very discreet shuffling in the distance as three sets of footsteps make their way toward you. One of them is a more excited sort of a shuffling, kind of bouncing between their feet. The other is almost completely silent. And the other is a steady and elegant rhythm. And as they come within, within your vision, you see, of course, the very attractive bookkeep and the dark-haired person with their robes, and, of course, Vanny. Drin, as you have now figured out is their name, the attractive bookkeep, looks directly at you, Missy, and raises an eyebrow. End of session! Yay! That was a wonderful imaging! The eyebrow raise. It always gets me. <laughs> you made it to the end of the episode. I'm so proud of you. Now here's a task. Follow at in the sourceled pod on social media for updates on new episodes and miscellaneous modifier shenanigans. Oh, okay, you did that? Thank you, you're the coolest. Uh, now why don't you give us a review? Seriously, leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts will really help us out, and it'll help more people find Ensorcelled. And if more people are listening to Ensorcelled, then that means someone you know might start listening to Ensorcelled. And if someone you know starts listening to Ensorcelled, that means you two can talk about Ensorcelled. All that just from leaving a review. I, I guess you could also just, like, tell your friends about Ensorcelled. That might be fewer steps. But still, reviews really help us out. And if you leave us a review, we will give you an in-character shout-out at the end of the next episode. Your friends will be so impressed. Look at you. Okay, one more thing to do. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash themodifivers. That's patreon.com slash themodi 5 E-R-S. And become a patron. For just a few dollars a month, you'll get loads of bonus content, including deleted scenes, a sorting quiz, behind-the-scenes nonsense, and honestly, just general good vibes. Oh, you know that friend you just hypothetically made so you can talk about Ensorcelled? Yeah, 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 that one. They'll be super impressed by your support of our little podcast. And you'll really be helping us out. With your support, we can put out high-quality episodes on a regular basis. You know, so you and your new friend can talk about it. Alright, that's about it for this message. Thank you so much for listening. You are my hero. Bye!